Hello and welcome to episode 317 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of Murder Road, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. The man who is destined to be killed by a fanzine one day, um, <laughs> as he tries to put it on his shelf and the shelf collapses on him. Because One day, it's all going down. One, 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 one day. And uh, yeah, yes... This week, we've got a. I'm not going to call them a guest anymore because they're not, they're not a guest. They're one of us. Um, the host of. Owner your... of Sex Seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the host of the Awesome Drink and Draws and uh, bringer of weird energy, it's Tom Curry. Hello. Good evening, boys. Tommy Boy. Welcome back. Weird Energy 2. Weird yeah. Energy 2, Electric Bugaloo. Oh. It's um, yeah, from the get go, we I mean, we've both we've all been talking now for about half an hour. Yeah, um, about all kinds of stuff. About uh, philosophy, theology, all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. politics. <laughs> yeah, it's the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> well, like but, all conversations, dear listener, listener yeah, what must yeah. go up must come down. Exactly. <laughs> we, yeah. we thought we'd get all the sensible philosophical debates out of the way. So that for the next hour and a half to two hours, you've got nothing but nonsense to enjoy <laughs> to start your week right. Um, yes, this is Weird Energy 2. And uh, thank you for joining us this week, Tom. I know um, you're coming cock-locked and ready to rock, aren't you, this week? Definitely locked. Definitely locked, man. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know where else is locked full of uh, great comics, Vince? Yeah. And what, where's where? that, Tom? Oh, I think it's Comic House, Vince. Yes. Comic House? Who are they? Well, Vince, Comic House are the Netflix for comics. <laughs> and Tom can't remember any more of the ads. I know. I, I, I love it when people step into it. I think I'm just going to bat it back to them and see how much they <laughs> remember. Bullying. Online um, bullying. Yeah. <laughs> they are our lovely sponsor, Pete and the Comic House Gang. Love indie comics as much as we do. Um, there's a huge selection of titles on their database. Also, if you're a, a comic creator and you self-publish, you can issue your book on there and start selling your books straight away another avenue to start selling your books but they also have an amazing app a digital app where it's a subscription service only three pounds a month much like tom says it's like netflix but for comics and uh, mm. stuff stuff doesn't really disappear there's it's just comics being added to all the time um i mean what's on there at the moment dan we've got uh, a <clears throat> the spaced out series from tidal wave productions got gray from daniel faulkner uh bloop and the pigeon pandemic issue one mars on lockdown Realm of Owls Logic Collections, Volume 5. And we've got Roger Corman Presents, The Death Sport Games, which I've yet to read. And You uh, mention that every week. You're really yeah. looking forward to reading that, aren't you? I, I read Logan's get... Run this week. I read the first issue of that. What's that like? Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we've got uh, Puno, Altiplano, Volume 2. That's great. That's worth reading. Great. That's yeah. 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 Yes. Um, there's all of those <laughs> books and more on Comic House, um, whether mm. it, from some of our guests... In the past, some of our future guests, no doubt, and it's been added to all the time. Um, there's a 14-day free trial, um, and there's if if you've got kids and you want them to read more comics, and worried about some of the terribly violent and sexual. I was about to say sexually active. That's not the right way to use it <laughs> for a comic, <laughs> is it? But you, you yeah. know what I mean. But <laughs> if it, if it's a saucy book or a violent book, and you don't necessarily want your kid kid reading it. Then there are sort of parental controls that you can have as well. So there's a special all-ages kids section as well. So definitely look into that. Find out more, go to comichouse.com. 
Thank you for um, getting us into the sponsorship ads yeah. straight away, Tom. Oh, I'm sorry for messing up so early. No, 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 no. Sometimes we, sometimes, we, yeah, sometimes we forget to do it. Or like me, you start the Comic House ad and then we get so distracted that I never finish it. Yeah. Uh, I'll never live that down. <laughs> um, but Nobody yes, noticed. No, no one noticed. But I'll tell you what, some people noticed that there were some like awards and all what was it yeah awards. going on going on yes we, we've got a few mm. um a couple of things to talk about before we get stuck in stuck into the crazy uh that's a weird sentence isn't it um <laughs> tony never stick it in the crazy tony, Dan told me that once tony <laughs> tony do you want to kick <laughs> us off yes yeah, so there's a lot of people won eisners this week all clearly down to us <laughs> um just some of our favorites one first off i think probably the one that we're most over the moon about is um Kent State one, didn't it? Best reality based book. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of categories in the Eisners. Uh, best reality based book, Kent State for Dead and Ohio by Durf Backdurf. Um not only have we reviewed it, we've had him on the show as well, and it was uh, a cracking episode that one, yeah. so well, I'm well pleased yeah. that. I think that's a big that deserved it, I think. What do you yes. agree? Yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. completely. That yeah. should have been a lot yeah. in a lot of best of lists. Without a doubt. Definitely, anyway. definitely. Uh, best continuing series again, Yusagi, um, from Stan Sakai, Yusagi Ajimbo, which also awesome. Stan also won Best Letterer. He's won that quite a few times, to be fair, but um, deservedly so. And, and they, very, they very cunningly sort of like released a sort of teaser image for the eventual Netflix animation around the same oh, time. Oh, yeah, that's gone live, isn't it? Yeah. I was reading it doesn't actually focus on Usagi. It's like someone no. else is the main it's like character. It's space Usagi, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Because it's called the Usagi Chronicles, isn't it? Isn't it yeah. something like that? Because it's not Usagi Yojimbo, the series. No. Which, which I think... You know, some people might be like, "What? That's not what I thought. What it was?" But I think that's quite a good way to go. Um, yeah, just you can. I'd rather see an Edo period samurai thing, but if it's yeah. got to be but, that, and Stan gets but, a few quid, he ain't young. But is also, he? The, also the, at the same time, you know, you can explore this on the animation. But then, you know, if you want your your Sagi you Jimbo, go to the comics. You know, yeah, that's where you right. that's where you get him. I never look at the Netflix adaption and think, "Here we go, you're going to get a faithful one to one adaption." Yeah, no, never. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. there's been some good ones some bad ones but yeah I think you're right this very rarely isn't it yeah mm. Hilda uh, well, was pretty bang on wasn't it that was like Which what's one? that mate Hilda was pretty much bang on yeah Hilda was very good yeah, yeah. yeah. I quite like the Titans series you know it's not uh, exactly is it but I kind of like it oh okay the, the I was prepared to hate it when he said oh fuck Batman or whatever he says in the advert yeah. for it and I thought oh, this is going to be terrible and actually kind of warmed to it I thought it was alright but yeah yeah. Um, so graphic memoir um, and design. One design as well is a book that Vince talked about, Loneliness of Long Distance, cartoonist Adrian Tamin. Um, so that's good. He won two. Um, a favourite of Dan's, Simon Hanselman, won mm. graphic novel reprint, Seeds and Stems, and he also won Not Best Web that. Comic. So that's good. Tony's yeah, uh, tro- like trolling us, Dan, don't worry. Yeah. But the No, you like Simon Hanselman though, don't you? Yeah, I've, his Instagram stuff is like yeah. he just he does his comics on there, and I find them genuinely funny because mm. they're quite. I'm depraved. guessing that's what they mean by webcomic, then, do they? I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's an ongoing thing on Instagram. Okay, um, favorite of mine, archival, the complete hate from Peter Bag. Uh, I did an episode of the other podcast about that. Writer James Tinian, he won. Obviously, Department of Truth is a favorite of ours as well mm. with Martin. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and best writer artist is Junji Ito. So they're just the ones I picked out. Yeah. I don't know, he's, he's somebody who gets talked about what, every couple of months, really, on it, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's beast. Yeah, I wonder how many times he he's won. I don't know. Are you sure, there's a way of finding that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's on his wiki. Wiki. The um, we had a we had a big and lengthy discussion about the value of awards, didn't we? Before we came on, yeah, which is not worth completely repeating, but worth dipping into. And um, I I decided from from Vince read a couple of people's tweets about it. I think it's not representative, but it's it's about as good as we're going to get the Eisners. You mm, know? Yeah. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Thomas, what about you, mate? What do you think? Oh, God, I mean, wards only have the value you put on them, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Um, what does the Eisners do more harm than good when you're when all said and done, right? Does like, it get people reading it? Either? Does it get people reading it, right? Am I more likely to read Junji uh, Ito's stuff? I was already reading it anyway. And like, am I going to look for that list and find something else more interesting for me to check out? I think the, the most interesting with the Eisners is just as a reading list, more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great. Yeah, people but, do treat it like that, yeah. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not losing any sleep over who does or doesn't win. I, I, because... I, I think, yeah, the, the sort of to and fro and people go, oh, I can't believe this um, didn't get nominated or, or that didn't get nominated, um, etc. Et the Eisen's is, is built up, um, I, before we came on, I, I kept making the, the cultural comparison of like the Oscars. It's The Eisen's is what it is. It is, it is both... Um, recognized for being the big one and also it gets more eyes on it so therefore gets more criticism for its nominations and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it just is what it is you know just it, it just goes to show that the the impact in that you know the recognition in the community that so many people complain that certain books <laughs> haven't yeah. been nominated yeah yeah you know. just i'd like to see the numbers voting because i think a lot of a lot of um awards especially the ones we've seen here recently in the uk are tipped over by your nan get your nan to vote on email create another email account vote for it you know it's like that they can be tipped over like that yeah. some real niche books that don't even sell in the hundreds seemingly are you know making it up the charts to be in some of the best books allegedly mm. you know but I'd, I'd like to see the, the voting numbers for the eisners just to see how many picks, what the net is yeah yeah uh june tomato has won one one other eisen award in 2019 Okay. okay. There you go. Right. So it takes its toes up to free. Oh, cool. good. Okay. Mm. Cool. I noticed uh, the be- best publication for early readers, uh, Our Little Kitchen by Gillian Tamaki, and she was recently in the news for the Starfire comic. But she's just the artist, wasn't she? And to be honest, uh, the art, I quite like the art in that book. On what book? The I Am Starfire, from what I've seen. Yeah. I'm not okay. Starfire. I quite like it. Yeah, it's quite colourful and you know vibrant. I imagine... Uh, a lot of people and kids would really uh, be appealed to them. Yeah. I, I brought something up on the drink and draw. Somebody was talking about it on the drink and draw. And I wondered, I wasn't sure that that thing that was doing the rounds of the panel with the F word in it was real, but, but that's it everyone is, was seemingly yeah. saying it was. Yeah. Why, why would, why would you do that? Cause it, it the, the problem with that Scumpers is it won't get into American libraries. Potentially not. No, I, I've noticed. Well, I'm not sure what the demon stat books are in that. That's got swearing what, in that. So, so, what is this particular moment you're talking about, Tony? There's a there's a word in that Starfire book where she says "fuck." Yeah, it's like bring such and such with you or something, or you've got to do something or other. And she says "fuck." Right. And I, and I just, I just thought, I mean, you know, if anyone ever you know has ever listened to this show, they know I don't object to swearing. Yeah. But the I think to get it into the YA section in a library is a big deal in America. Um, yeah, you would have thought someone with kind of an eagle eye might knock that back just on that basis two alone. Versions or something. Yeah, I was going to say. Do you think they'll just do an American print of it? I don't yeah, know. Well, 
there is only the American print at the moment. But okay. If it's, yeah. if, if it's a young adult book, why would you do a print one with swearing and one with not? Because the person yeah. it's still a young adult book aimed at a certain age range, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it also um, it brings up maybe it's a slightly larger talking uh, topic of um, the the importance or I don't know swearing and cursing in comics and when when it is appropriate and when it is not because um, sometimes we, I'm, I'm sure every single one of us here on the pod and probably you lovely people at home uh, who has been reading a book and then it just starts you know l- like that one word out of nowhere or mm. you know there's a bit of swearing mm-hmm. and, you, and you're reading it and, you, and it takes you out of the moment you just sort of think you're trying too hard why 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 have you got to swear and I like if mm. you listen to this show you, you know none of us are prudes but I've certainly looked at books sometimes and just thought thought there was no need to divulge yeah. into, mm. into, into this especially just, a book that's aimed at YAV I yeah. don't know mm. why yeah it's, it's too indulgent of the creator yeah yeah the yeah. editor should be saying, look, we need to get this into markets in, you know, certain states in the states don't like that sort of thing yeah, yeah. in their library. You know, some books, it's difficult enough to get books in there anyway. And I yeah. I think it's also, um, it's, it's like, I mean, with a lot of um, comedy, for instance, you know, if you can write comedy that's absolutely hilarious and completely clean, that's a fucking skill to do it well, you know you know because like to just yeah. add, to just add a we've all done that all oh fucking hell um a, the comedy fuck <laughs> mm-hmm. a, a, occasionally but if you can get the sentiments across without having to well i think it's that's good as well because that's markets again so you'll get yeah. it on before watershed and yeah. you'll get a lot more people watching yeah. it yeah yeah. You know? yeah yeah but don't you remember like uh older sort of marvel stuff where their characters would swear and then they would put like a kind of funny at symbol or an asterisk when mm-hmm, on the yeah. vowel mm-hmm. and that's totally fine yeah i know what all they're the, saying all the cla- yeah yeah the swear words were a bunch of i mean they're not emojis they're like gly- glyphs aren't they yeah. you know you had yeah. like the skull yeah. the hashtag yeah. you know all of that or, but or be something like by odin's beard rather than oh fuck yes. this you yeah. know yeah. that sort of thing yeah. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. and that, that that's great because yeah like i mean for instance sweet christmas that is that is that is in yeah. place of something that could be quite easily uh, cursing, but yeah, because of that, you've got a catchphrase that has lived on for years. Yeah, you know. I don't know. We, I just um, I think it's it goes that also goes to the wider question of editorial. Yeah, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we started started on about the eyes, and then we're like, well, cursing. It's swearing. <laughs> when can you when can you say boobies and will it? No, yeah, <laughs> maybe there is some kind of strict rules for what they will and won't have in young adult books. Uh, I don't really know myself. Yeah, it might be somewhere that says, "Oh, you're allowed one swear word," but you can bet your life there'll be a mum that will complain. There'll yeah. be there'll yeah. be crazy stuff. It's like um, TV shows. Like they always sort of say, you know, you can't show any nudity, but you can rip a person to absolute bits. Gore, they don't care about. Don't show well, some, some comics, some things on Comicsology say you're allowed one fuck or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it was maybe just the digital version. Then I wonder. It'd be nice to know if anyone's got an, a physical copy of it. You know, I, I did go through like in the first couple of issues of Vanguard and change them for the Comicsology, and then I thought well, I'm not going to bother anymore, and I haven't bothered since. Yeah, okay. so there's, there's quite a lot it, of swearing in them. Is it is it checked? Did, have you ever been called? Well, someone or? has to go through and. I've never been pulled up about swearing or anything, any content. 
I'll just put it like I think it's teen plus. Yeah, that's what we got. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And mm. we're gonna do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- this derailed your Eisner chat, Tony. But... No, no, I just thought I'd mention some of the people who obviously we got mm. awards for. You know, yeah, worked hard for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said you mentioned <laughs> briefly that uh, Durf Factor uh, said a long sort of uh, tweet thread about. His feelings on uh, Evan, no, that was Evan Dawkins. Sorry, Evan mm-hmm. Dawkins. Uh, and yeah, I, I kind of I can agree with some points he's making, but then mm. ultimately, if you take it too far to the point, like, well, how would any human being have the full knowledge of every single printed work and comic book? Mm. Yeah, put out over a year. I, I don't know how you'd do that. I, I, I mean, it, I've had rants over the years about the UK awards scene. It's it's a waste yeah. of time. It's it's so niche, and it's voted it's voted for by about a hundred people at most. Nobody cares. Nobody knows about it. I mean, how often, how networked are we into the UK scene? And we don't hear about some of these awards. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So, there's loads of stuff. If anyone wants to nominate us for anything, though, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we'll be your best friend. We would insist on hotel stay, though. We'll buy your best Haribo. <laughs> there was that one award I saw going around on Twitter. Here we go. And I'll just, oh, I'll just put our name into it then. And I was like, can we be put forward for this and then like a couple of days later they're tweeting oh yeah the awesome comic podcast is like yeah. shortlisted finalists easy as that I voted Dan Butcher Lifetime Achievement Award yeah, squeaky will yeah squeak hey if you're not on the race you can't win it right exactly right god Tom you're so deep yeah. <laughs> like, like Olympic swimming pool how, oh, deep, how, how deep is an Olympic swimming pool? Fucking deep. It's well deep. Uh, is that how they measure it down? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never said about the swearing. It's, re- it's really expensive to fly down out, but he goes along on the side and just goes, oh, that's fucking deep. Fucking yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah, that dude, that's fucking deep. Little beers in, sweetheart. Taking me back, to, back in uh, the ages of uh, the young Dan, I learned to swim in Crystal Palace Olympic swimming pool. I used to go there, man. Fucking yeah. hell, that's a great pool, isn't it? And when you're fucking yeah. swimming, and it's, you look down, you're like, it's like being in the sea. Hell, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to, I, me and my mates, used to, we all went off the top board. That was a good one as well. That's fucking yeah. high there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You think that's all right? I go up on the top board. And when you get up there, you're fucking arseholes going. You're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you've got out, you can't bottle it when you're like a teen. There's no way. I used to undo the string on my shorts so the, the trunks would come off as I was flying down. I didn't go in head first. I always uh, feet first. Ah, uh, yeah, that's easy one, isn't it? Yeah. Dan's always lived his life. Yeah. Uh, in a nice little sleeping bag. <laughs> Who goes into a sleeping bag head first? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, that was sinister and arousing. So, um, <laughs> right. Sh- sh- well done, everyone, for winning your Eisners. Yeah, congratulations. Well, yeah, well done, well done, well done. And um, we already know that there's a, there's a few um, creators that we that we follow who are just destined for Eisner nominations in mm. the future. Um, there's some, of course, you know, win a stranger to. Oh well, I think this person should have been nominated, but yeah, we keep them to ourselves. <laughs> I've got to say that uh, best cover artist one. That's got to be a tough, a tough category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, was it Momoko? Was it Pe- Peach Momoko? Won it? I yeah. think this year. Yeah. 
Uh, don't really know her stuff too well. It's okay. sort of a little bit anime. They um they go for a few quid. I think some of the variants for that you can get. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did some X Men ones and stuff like that. The world of variants. What a strange and wonderful world that is. It is weird, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm. I dip my foot into it occasionally. If it's if it's uh, Shang Chi, I'll uh, I'll buy the variants. But that's about the only one. Yeah. Um, which... the cosplay variants, obviously. Uh... If it's a Red Sonya comic. <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> um, <laughs> they know how to get your money. That's because, the easy way. That's a good thing because about they keep because they keep copying train. and pasting his name into the, into the credits by accident. Oh yeah, we did that one, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah. How the fuck do I get in that? Darwin <laughs> Cook and Tony Esmond. What? <laughs> 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 oh dear. Anyway, should we start off, uh, t- Tom? Tom's here. You, I mean, here. you're here to make, to, make, to make the show 75% sexier. Um, of course. But you actually, you've actually got some things you want to talk about, haven't you? I, I, yeah, I've got some topics. Um, Tom's topics. To Tom's topics. Was, was, um, there, was there a... Um, Tom's topics. Wasn't there like a... <laughs> didn't we have like a... shit. <laughs> <laughs> there is now. I mean, there's not... So um, this was kind of... I was looking around. I was surfing the web. I was hanging ten, and <laughs> oh, such, such oh God, where's this going? And uh, I saw a uh, article from a website that will remain nameless, and basically it was like <laughs> DC Comics to reveal that Tim Drake Robin is bisexual. Now, oh. a, a little bit of light reading, and it's not hard to imagine what's happened here. It's got to Pride Month. We're in June. DC have got their big wheel of characters up. And they spun it. <laughs> And they've landed on Tim. <laughs> they've spun the wheel and thought, okay, oh, it's Wonder Woman. Nope, not her. And over one more, and it's gone to Tim Drake. Yeah. And hey, I, and you, so you look at the article and you think, okay, well, they've done this. And you look below, and it's a standard response you'd expect. He's never been bisexual before. He's shown mm. no interest in X, Y, Z. And I was thinking, okay, it's. And you could, initially, you sort of like, there's the. Um, there's the sort of the standard cynicism of like, well, DC are just trying to cash in on this thing and so on and so forth. Mm. But then it got me thinking about like comics canon as a whole, right? Mm. And does strict adherence, ooh, what yeah, word? Adherence, um, adherence, thank you. Strict adherence, when I fall, you guys pick me up. Strict adherence to comics canon making it still. Because on one hand, if they take this idea and say like, okay, we're going to make Tim Drake bisexual and we're going to run a story of this, that's better than just the same stuff get hashed up. But I'm just curious to see what you guys land on this one. Well, first, Not this one. yeah, first thing, um, I, just when you immediately said it, it made more sense for Wonder Woman to be. Of course, it does. As, as soon as you oh, said yeah. it, I just thought, well, yeah. that makes more sense. I've always been quite fascinated with uh, bisexuality, <laughs> <laughs> but you know as well as I do. Yeah, quoting a line: "Heroes don't do and, that." And <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot mm. of um, interesting topics, and certainly. Um, Sometimes, it for me it's like when it is in support of the story and when it can do some genuine good and like some genuine messaging. Um, I think sometimes it has just been um, almost like a sticker you put on the front of a front cover to get a, to get a couple of um, yeah, hundred percent, absolutely, a couple yeah. of headlines. But if yeah. but if you're going to and it just, I mean my my view is. Is if you're going to do it, you go all in and do it. 
you know what I mean? If, if you're going to sort of say that, because you're always going to be the, well, I don't think that Green Lantern was gay. He was never gay before. Um, and that's, but then again, when you read it, that Green Lantern probably never talked about <laughs> their personal life or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's sort of, yeah. there are certain characters, I think, have flexibility. Um, certainly with the, um, it's, it's, it's a tricky subject, but I think if, um, if you're willing to do it, then then do it and get some decent messaging and some decent stories out of it. It's something that is just, it's not just a month of marketing. This is going to live with the character going forward. Um, and I, I say this without having any, um, I didn't know that about Tim Drake. No, well, hitting no one did because it only released it like a few weeks ago, yeah. and it's not—it's been like heavily hinted, and it's like, come on, just do like if you're going to do the thing, do the thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, for me, it's like if he is, he is. Doesn't matter. He's still I do, I do wonder. Look, as Tim Drake's had a series of girlfriends in the comics, mm. um, same as the, and he's been about for decades, not as many decades as Iceman Bobby Drake's mm. been about, but apparently Bobby Drake is gay and not bisexual. So I don't know. It just seemed yeah, that seemed forced more Bobby Drake. If he's yeah, bisexual, that, okay. Yeah. I think kids do. You know, they are they're more open to that sort of thing now. You know, to to going from you know whoever they fall in love with, they fall in love with. But I was a bit more I, pissed off at the Bobby Drake thing because he'd yeah, been straight forced. for fifty years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, the Bobby Drake one was an interesting one because I don't know because when they had that the um, the Brian Michael Bendis. What was it? All when new X Men. Well, yeah, all new X Men was just a great series. When when yeah. they they actually made that work, this young X Men team, you know, and it kind of makes makes sense. But also in the, um, for want of a better word, the variants, they almost felt like you know an alternate universe. No, but they both are now, aren't they? I think they're yeah, both yeah. Gay, that, they? That's the thing. Yeah. Is they felt, it felt like an alternate universe. So, but then, so when it came up with this young character, I was like, oh right. Um, but then, mm. I, I I don't know. I mean, have. Have they, and I haven't read any of it, because I, I haven't read any Marvel for a long time, have they, if they're going to do that, have they treated that um, Bobby Drake scenario well enough? And and to to basically be, I mean, you're, you're always ice skating up here, aren't you, with, with, let's face it, a lot of the troll posting people that'll be like, well, I don't like this. If you don't like it, don't read it. Why are you reading it every fucking month? If you're gonna, um, it's... It's all I think I think I don't think it's quite as simple as that V. I think the I, I think when you read someone for so many years mm. and I'm not I don't mean ownership of it at all but there's a familiarity with it and there's a there's almost a an you adore or or, or love or like or whatever the character. Mm. When it changes so significantly and your sexual preference it's, out the blue is, is quite is, a significant it's change. It's massively significant yeah. I, yeah. I think. Um, and right if they so. changed him into anything, if they changed him into a Vulcan, I would I would feel the same way. Mm. It's, it's not the sexuality thing, and I think that's unfortunately what causes the news headlines. Yes, yeah, absolutely. you know. Yeah, but yeah, if they yeah. said, "Oh, all these years, Bobby Drake's been a scroll," I'd be just as pissed off. Yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So you think right. there is? Um, go on, sorry, go on. Go on. I think it's, it has to be taken from case to case. The same with a lot of things in life. You have to see whether it works from case to case. And like you say, V, the young. The young Iceman, cool. I dug that. Mm. Bobby Drake, he's of an age, you know, where you know that's quite possible, even though you know. But yeah, there's some things that work and some things that don't, and they stretch the credibility of the character to stop you believing him. Yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. I, I think um, yeah. 
you know, there, there could be more work done with characters that have already been established as being of another, you know, sexuality or something. I mean, you know, where North Star, um, obviously, occasionally you have like the, the wedding issue or, or things like that, but that's that's a character that, you know, is a front runner of, you know. He was always gay, though. I, yeah. I, but that's what I mean. He yeah. was always gay. So why not, you know, there, there's your for want of a word, you know, it's always been gay, so why can't North Star just be pushed up and and made more? I agree totally, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. is is it because they don't think there's enough with that character? That character isn't interesting enough? And if not, why not? You know, well, there's so much this, and I, this is a character that I don't know too much about, and that was always one of the things, but I didn't know much about North Star, but I knew his sexuality what does that? Say? Yeah. What does that say? Um, I always thought he was shagging his sister. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a bit weird as well. That was, yeah, yeah, that was Burn, was wasn't weird. it? Yeah, Burn yeah. wrote some weirdness, didn't he? Was it Burn? Uh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. I've got to say, I'm massively cynical on the subject. If I was reading the story and then like uh, a character came up with their sexuality, whatever it be, as long as it was well handled, I don't think I'd even yeah. like think about it yeah, twice. Yeah. But yeah, in this exactly. day and age, I'm so cynical when they do this. It's just another shameless fucking sales. shameless sales tip. Like, oh yeah. Tick box, mm. tick box exercise, and I just like, oh fuck, here we go again. Literally, like you could just throw fucking a dart a board with all the characters on. You say that one's gay now. Mm. It's like, well, yeah. Is there any fucking thought put into this? Is there any like building up the story? Is it just? And that's that's the yeah. real kicker, right? Like, if, yeah. they, if there was actually some time and energy put into either developing a new character or taking, actually making something a serious stab at this, then it could be like a really engaging storyline. Yeah. But instead, what we're getting in in is a and let me just get the title of the book because it's so forgettable uh are you doing the same with like if i was reading uh midnighter midnighter and uh, apollo and suddenly they split up and he went oh midnight was up uh, actually i'm uh, kind of heterosexual now i'd be like what what yeah yeah, i'd be what what the fuck is going on there yeah Yeah. it's got chucked into batman urban legends number four um, it, which is an anthology book it isn't even his main title and you think well this is just going to be forgotten in six months yeah and all you, what, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what you've done is you've you've got some headlines you've taken I didn't even know that, that that book exi- you know that yeah. that, yeah. that yeah. is such a yeah, milk yeah. toast it's, title as well exactly yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah they know that they know this is a completely safe bet because all they, they can put this on for two months uh, they can forget about it and then it can yeah. just be repeated again next year. The big wheel can come out. But I tell you what, go yeah. and buy that comic because it might well be worth a few quid. It's worth a punt on four quid just so you can turn it over on eBay if it works out in a few years' time. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Generally, yeah. what you were saying about like the introduction of canon, I think it's absolutely like so, so uh, foundational that you, that canon's got to be respected. And if you're not interested in keeping up with the canon of a, a character, don't write the character. Mm. I think you're right, man, and I think that's the problem with what we're seeing now. Unfortunately, there is a big a big backstory, and there's a lot of writers who know it, and a lot of writers who don't. Yeah, and I think that's why we're seeing go back to um, I'm not Starfire, or whatever it's called again. They go back to that. She's she's been given to she's been, probably been asked to write a Starfire book, and she's come up with that because she doesn't have to go back through New Teen Titans, Teen Titans, yeah. and all this sort of thing to work out what the actual history of Starfire is. Do you, you think know? if you take a character like Captain America that's got such a vast history? From the forties to werewolves to all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, do you think all of that should be honoured, or do you think there should be like key issues taken out? Of, like, 
Here's Kiosk. I think the ways of doing it without fucking up. The, the the prime example I always come up with is Tombstone's daughter, who was in was it the Deadly Foes of Spider Man, whatever that series was. Yeah. They they drew her as white. Now anyone who knows Canon knows that Tombstone is a black dude. He's a black guy, yeah. But is whatever is um uh, you the, know whatever how he's got his power or genetic pat, is, it is, is yeah. made him the, you know the color of Bleach stone white. you know white yeah. stone and that's why is but they made a white and i think things like that you need to be aware of yeah and i don't think you know i think people should there are people at, at marvel and dc who with those old hands unfortunately they're sort of disappearing aren't they len, len ween was one of them wasn't he yeah. Yeah. you know I, kurt Busiak, all these sort of people i always thought like the the editor position in that would be the fucking person who would know their shit inside yeah. out or it should be yeah. yeah, if you tried to pull that like back in the day, I always thought, oh, look, we're going to do this. Yeah, no, you can't do that because of X reason or Y reason. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I, he I, says, I oh, this is the first time I've been on, uh, you know, Krypton. Well, no, it's not. You've been no, there 20 not. times before. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like it's like the, it's, it's even like that that advert that appeared. There's been two recently. There's one that says it's fif- been 50 years since Uncanny X-Men started. You know, since Giant Size X-Men? Is it? No, no, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah, you know, all you got to do is look it up. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one was um, Captain America, created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. No, it wasn't. But also, yeah. like the yeah. idea—if you've got a character with like a rich history of tons of story behind him, there's so much there you can play with and mm-hmm. use yeah. and and yeah. work with. If you you're turning up with a blank slate, that's one thing because you're building the character from the ground up. But if you get a, this one of these characters with a rich history, and you think, "Oh fuck it," I just do like a clean slate from there. You just uh, that's the worst of both of the worlds, surely, because mm. you've got a really big backstory you're ignoring, and then you're trying to bring a new character into the mix to a character people already know. It's just... I suppose the problem now is the different canons we've got. Yeah. So the most obvious one is the MCU, yeah. but the you've also got um, other spin-off universes, like Ultimate oh, Universe and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is, like, for example, for those that have seen... Black Widow, I won't spoil it, but Taskmaster, the identity of Taskmaster is now two different things. Yeah. So where do you mm-hmm. go with it? You know, if you want, you, there's uh, what, 25 million people in the UK have seen Black Widow, but, you know, 200 no relation people to the comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what they did right, Tony? That vest. Yeah, Thank God that vest got backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I tried watching Black Widow and I turned it off for his really, really boring. Okay. Oh, I loved it. That's, that's all I've got to say yeah. about that, and that's all the movie chat you're going to have on this. <laughs> but, like, I'll describe that next question then. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, we've got to pay. We've got to pay service because there's a lot of stuff that works. I think we mm-hmm. have to. You should know about a character to write about it. Yeah. In the I, very basic, simple terms. You when know. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you, I think um, to take Tom's suggestion of Captain America, that is such a vast. I mean. Just that's like over seventy-five years of bloody history. Um, you know, you can't know all of it. If you're going to read all of that, you'd never get around to. But there's summaries it. to read. But you, but yeah, you should know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on what you want to write for that character, you should look at. Okay, well, I've got this story. Is there something that affects that? I need to know what I'm mm. talking about. There's, these people are based on their characters, and the best examples of that are Daredevil and Wolverine. And you look at the background of Wolverine. You know, when he first started, he was just this brawler. We didn't even know what he looked like underneath the mask. But now he's got that. You've got the Weapon X stuff. You've got the Am I Really a Man or Am I an Animal stuff going on. There's lots going on with him. And same with Daredevil. 
you know yeah. you've had all this sort of fall from grace stuff and you know there's there's loads going that you should be aware of if you're going to yeah. write the emotional beats for a character in a comic mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. agreed yeah, um, yeah i mean to be honest if you're going to write any you know if you get the chance to write any of these you know these uh, for want of a better word big two you know marvel or dc characters good luck to you because you know you you write anything and someone's not going to like it so yeah you do, you, i always but, thought that you would that they were kind of essentially writing fan fans of it who were writers who wanted to get into it so someone who wanted to write cap had fucking red cap do you know what i mean yeah the I mean, but back, the biggest, the biggest... also sometimes back in the day, they were just you know you read the read the Marvel books and it was like, all oh, right, you're you're going to be writing Captain America now for the next two months, am I? Because it was just their job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All of this yeah. canon history that we know of, and we're like, oh my god, this was set in stone. It was a dude. There wasn't there wasn't so much then. That's no. The thing. It was just you know you could going, go to right, the previous okay. writer. I mean, yeah. if you're going to write Captain America in 1973, there's only there's only sort of four or five people you needed to speak to. Yeah. You know, you probably yeah. ring round, wouldn't you? So yeah. I'm going to do this thing where you know it's a secret yeah. empire. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. You and know. some of those, yeah, some like of those creators yeah. just didn't give a fuck anyway, did they? Allow it? Right, I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna cha- turn him into a fucking com- werewolf. Turn him into a werewolf. Mm. Woohoo! Great on paper, and then um. <laughs> turn him into a woman. Turn him into a werewolf. That would get. We've said that before. Send him into the future. Send him into another really? dimension. Yeah. There's Send lots to, to do, but you have to, you have to know to, at the heart who someone is. Mm. Sure. You know. The, Shang, yeah. the recent Shang-Chi stuff's been fucking atrocious. He's been giving people high fives and taking selfies. And I'm like, did you read, never read this character ever? You know? Yeah. Mm. I, Just I, hang around yeah. with like a serious martial artist who takes their shit really serious and you know that they don't fucking do that. I yeah. Think, I think it's just... <laughs> he was an I, assassin, you I, know? I, mm-hmm. um, I want more and more like fresh new characters and like, you know establish someone new that had that. they're afraid that they won't get established but, but, that's the thing they're yeah, afraid exactly. to do it they're yeah. just sticking with these things they won't they need get... to they need to have the bollocks no matter what people say about jim shooter he had the bollocks to create a whole new universe yeah that, one character that probably yeah. survived you know yeah. But it's like, yeah yeah rather than um, go back and tweaking no. characters to re, re retrofit them they should make new ones yeah. and they're they reticent to read them because they they don't they don't want to go back and read all the history of wolverine yeah you know wherever it's going to be you know, they want to read Miles Morales, for example, is a success story. Yeah. You know. That was exactly the line I hope you were going to say, because that's yeah. the real kicker, right? When all of a sudden yeah. done, like, you've got these characters where, and you can't, haven't got the energy or you, you can't think of more stories to write for Captain America, make someone new. Make, yeah. It's all yeah. good. Like, yeah. you know. But you I mean, yeah. the thing is, but then you have the, the bottom line money makers, you know, oh, you know people yeah. signing checks going, well, it's going to work more if it's oh. if it's this character or, yeah, and it's, 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 it's such a it. shame you know it's a, and i think it's um culturally we are at a, um you know obviously there's so many people in the world with great ideas and you know in the independent scene and everything there's so many great ideas but certainly when it comes to the the larger more mainstream stuff i think we're at a real creative deficit um because people would we're stagnating. Um, we, mm. we, you know, how many reboot? Yeah, we're getting reboots or remakes of like eighties things, nineties things. In thirty years, who's going to reboot what we're making now? Yeah, yeah. No one, because there's nothing. Because all we're getting now is remakes of something that was twenty years ago. So it's You've just recycling. Look at, I was thinking, look back at the creation of Spider-Man. Stan thought he was going to get sacked. The company was going to come to an end, and his missus said, "Well, if that's the case, just write what you want to write. Write yeah. something interesting. Write something different." So he wrote Peter Parker, and we got Amazing mm-hmm. Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Ben just created Miles Morales, and Miles Morales for a lot of people is is their Spider Man. 
and that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. what we want. We want, you know, and that was a character that certainly made a cultural impact, you know, and rightfully so. Um, you know, we need you, more stuff like that, that that has the opportunity to do things rather I just than want... rather than. And I think it should be personally. I think it should be almost singular characters rather than yes, we've got the X Men team, but the seventh person to the left there. Um, well, we've they, created another team full of yeah. people we've never heard of, and it's yeah. you know what are you doing? The, yeah, it needs to you need you need to do the Avengers defenders route, don't you? Your Justice League route of creating characters, then putting them in a team. I think often, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because you've you've got then you've got a collection of characters who people love, and they'll they'll go then go to that book rather than the book full of like loads of people you don't really yeah. know. Yeah. I think as well, I want to hear the voice of these characters. There's a voice to Conan. There's a voice to um, Captain America. There's a voice to Captain Britain. There's a voice to Spider Man. There's all these people, and unless you can tell a story using that voice you're in the wrong comic and i don't think we're getting that a lot of some people yeah. i think we're getting their voice we're not getting the voice yeah. of the character yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. agreed yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the trouble is everyone sounds begins to sound like the same and yeah so, and yeah. Somet- mm-hmm. sometimes they don't keep the momentum on things um you know they i mean one of my i think it was just after we started you know one of my favorite series for marvel that i was, I was loving was avengers arena and then Avengers yeah. Undercover, which was, for want of a better word, Dennis Hopeless and, oh, I've forgotten the artist now, Kevin, oh, I've forgotten his name. Oh, shame, um, shame on me. Um, but they were taking yeah. characters that, essentially, they were from Avengers Academy and, and things like that, which were probably one of the last big examples of them trying to create some new characters, I think. Um, but they were all these C-list sort of characters for, you know, and putting them together. I didn't know anything about these characters. And reading those two stories, I was fucking invested in those characters, and I really liked those characters. And after those two series, where are they now? Yeah, uh, and Kev Walker. Kev Walker. Walker. Yeah, so I've got a couple of pages of his. Nice, yeah. nice artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, I know that was they were two books that were written really well, but went under the radar. But if you've got something that is is really got some momentum keep it going keep these you know these... i think the good thing about that series and another one like that is exiles was they were kept in their own little universes yeah. we didn't have to cross over yeah. as well that's yeah. why i like them yeah. that was yeah. why i i loved reading avengers arena because it was like here's all these characters you don't know much about let's put them in a you know just it's almost like a one shot you don't have to know anything you can come in and just read it and it was John, so good i'm checking on the list that looks great yeah that looks really good. Oh, Avengers really Arena is fucking brilliant. Man. Marvel app, guys. That's what you need. Yeah. I got yeah. my son. I got yeah, my son the Marvel app the other day, and he read the whole of the Exiles, all three yeah. series. One, one, one thing I will say yeah. about Avengers Arena is it's three trades, and the story's done. And I think Avengers Un- Undercover is similar. It's like two stories that are done. And also, they made Arcade actually fucking deadly again. <laughs> yeah, mm. um, yeah. So that's uh, God. I recommended that. For, I need to read that again. I'm just looking at my shelf now. Oh, look at them. <laughs> Anyway, did we want to do? Um, did we want to do some of your little uh, the other thing you do, Tom? What do you call it again? I mean, that's Reach for the stars. Reach for the stars. Uh, we can actually do Reach for the stars if you want to. Yeah, I like that one. Come on. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> that's like that's like my granddad's. I can't. Come on, Tom. Do your magic trick. Come on, Tommy Come on. boy. Do <laughs> you want to wear this? So, uh, so dear listener, uh, you may not remember this from Weird Energy, but what I've done is I've gone to Amazon.co.uk. And I have I've searched for famous uh, graphic novels, graphic novels we've all read, and I've gone through the mire of the reviews and I've picked out ones that have made me giggle internally and externally. So these are all books you read, so I'm going to read them out to the boys, and Good. they have to guess what book you it is. Play them at home. So they're all generally two star reviews you go for. Yeah, you love a two star review, don't you? For me, so just to like your one star is going to be book was damaged, this is crap. 
Yeah. Five star, loved it, jizzing all over it. Now, what I'm looking for, <laughs> yes. I'm looking for the, the madness of the two star review, the person who's read the book and gone, this is not quite good enough, and I've gone for a two star. So we've got some twos, yeah. we've got some threes coming up, but we start from Ronnie Torborg. Oh, yeah. Two stars. The book itself is, in, is too incoherent, too much of dot, dot, dot. This is a verified purchase. The book itself <laughs> is too incoherent. Too much of the time materials needed to get the full experience of the story. One person found this helpful. Ah. Ah. I love the fact that you've added in like how many people have found that it's good. helpful. It's important data um, that we need. Now, now, just for specifics, these aren't just sort of like tiny. These are notable titles, aren't they? Notable titles. Notable titles. Uh, I'm going to go for the obvious. I'm going to go for the obvious Watchmen answer. I'm going okay. to go. I'm going to go for Sandman. Ooh, Read it again, Tom, for us. Ronnie Tolbrook. Yeah, the book Ronnie. itself is too incoherent. Too much of dot dot dot. The book itself is too incoherent. incoherent. Too much of the time materials needed to get full experience of the story. All right, I'm going. I'm changing my my. T- my oh, no, no, you've, you've uh, locked it. You've locked in. Locked <laughs> in <laughs> can I not say? Can I not say Arkham Asylum? Can I not? Say you can that? say. You can say Arkham Asylum. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, fuck it. I'll go from from hell. Uh, oh, good not, shout. Not right there. Not right there. But we move on to the next review. Okay. This oh, is you're from... not going to tell us? Oh, it's no, the same book. Got second okay. review. Same book. Oh, sorry, review. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. G. Barker. Official. Marvel is now full paid up member of the neoconservatives. Corporate fashion fascism of the age. <laughs> uh, this is House of X, Powers of Ten. <laughs> What's next for the Boffin Shield? Get the superheroes to fight anyone in the trade union? As always, this title is excellently illustrated. A pity the storylines that left such a terrible taste of totalitarianism in the mouth. I've never been so disappointed with the conclusion. One person found this helpful. Civil War. Hoxpox. Bingo. Oh, yeah. Is it nice Civil War? Word. It's Civil War. Hey! <laughs> hey. Uh, just two bonus ones for Civil War, because I just the, these just made me giggle. Uh, Stu, two stars, disappointing. And I love <laughs> it when people do this on a, on a review. Really, really love this. I would start by acknowledging I've been sport when it comes to graphic novels. Among the first graphic novels I've ever read were Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen, The Long Halloween, Hush, The Dark Phoenix Saga, The Killing Joke, and V for Vendetta. I've read these work of art and thought that for certain I'd stumbled into a new world of incredible storytelling. I've been chasing that high ever since, of only the odd moments here and there were re- reaching such greatness. Like, what the fuck are you doing just giving a little bit you've read? Yeah. Like, that recently, is, uh, I was treated to. Comics, Recently, I was treated to Old Man Logan, which is probably possibly the best Wolverine tales I've read. I'm noting the Millen McVen painting the pairing of that adventure decided it's time to go give Civil War a go. I was slightly apprehensive, and it's not as good as the films. Two stars. Oh, fuck off. Not as, good as, yeah, films. not as good as the films. <laughs> Finally, for this one. Okay. Yeah. Amazon customer. One star. Verified purchase. Keep that in mind. This came up when I searched for books on US Civil War. It is misclassified. <laughs> <laughs> But, so they actually bought that fucking book. Yeah, <laughs> they brought it. They decided they wanted to put a review on there. One person found that helpful, which I'm always happy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, not lying though. He's yeah. not lying. It isn't specified if he found it for U.S. Civil War. It is nothing to do with the U.S. Civil War. Oh, uh, do you guys want another one, or do you want to break them up for later on? Let, let's have uh, a, Should we have another one later? Yeah, let's save save, save for later. later. That's fine. Yeah. Do yeah. you have another Tom's Topics? Uh, I do, actually. And I kind of only want to sort of like dabble on this one. I don't want to spend ages. Oh, uh, okay. Rights in comics. 
yeah. the rights. So as in other in, words, now we've... This is a spiky subject for this, this week. Is a spiky subject. <laughs> yeah. It is a spiky subject, isn't it? Which is what... I just want to... Before we go into the obvious example, there's a very interesting parallel with Games Workshop who make Warhammer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, regardless of how you feel about Warhammer and what soldier you're going to be when you go into the shop... Um, <laughs> You can't deny that the artwork they produce for their books is stellar. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely stellar. But, dear listener, if you, uh, if you go to your PC computer now and you Google uh, any Games Workshop art, you'll not see a single signature at the bottom. Okay. They're, they fucking erase them. They never credit the artist. Mm. And when asked about this, their rationale is uh, they know their fan base is so rabid that any mistakes would cause the artist to be hounded. That's the reason they give. They give. <laughs> there is some truth in that. Now, yeah, this is the interest, and like, there are people. There, there is a list of people for who have been like driven away from Games Workshop work because of the hate they've been given. And it's we're talking on things like the wrong color testicle for an orc. Do you know what I mean that kind of level of like? Oh, Jesus. Okay. It's it, and it, it reminds you of a few different comic communities that I don't want to name, but there's a few which are very rabid about like. No, they'll have this type of missile and this type of missile only. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, obviously, rights and comics. This has become obviously kind of the topic at the moment with the whole um, recommender. Recommender, yeah. yeah, yeah. It became the topic for five minutes, and everyone realised, oh, okay. Yeah, Dan's got a best grip of it. Did you want to explain it, Dan? Or yeah, essentially, it was kind of like. Uh... How, how to describe it uh, there was a thread going on about uh, rights in comics and who had rights and there was a valiant creator who said they had some rights owed from uh, a piece they'd worked on yeah and Joshua Dysart wasn't it for that's right. um, Harbinger yeah and uh, La Rosa basically said well I didn't I've not gotten my payment for any royalties on uh, the, the scumbag which I worked on and sort of the insinuation was that he was owed money by Remenda and that money wasn't paid. And when he tried to chase it, Remenda blocked him because yeah. he was going through medical treatments at the time. And everyone done what they usually do is they researched it thoroughly before make it taking appropriate action. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they all, they all dogpiled Remenda saying, oh, this is disgraceful. I knew he was a fucking bastard, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it came out. Remenda scrubbed his Twitter, didn't he, at that point? scrubbed his Twitter. It came out on Bleeding Cool today that the uh, Rosa went through, deleted it, and he's made a full retraction, uh, which I'm happy to read. It's a little little yeah. length, but uh, the scumbag. Okay, so this is uh, Luis Rosa. The scumbag is different from my other creator-owned projects because Luis Rosa. Oh, this is Rick Remenda saying it. Sorry. Uh, the scumbag is different from other creator own projects because Louis LaRosa, who was meant to draw the entire series and be co-owner, quit while drawing the first issue due to a bad back. As a fan of his work, I was disappointed but had full sympathy. I told him I'd gladly wait until he was better and paid him on the work he had done, but he wanted to quit. A few weeks later, the best solution I could scramble together to save the book was to bring in a different eyes for each issue with all the money dumped into their upfront rates instead of doing things the way I'd always done with an image book. Lewis agreed to, to finish the first issue, had to fit in with the new uh, Bad Idea book he was now working on. To date, I haven't made a single penny on the scumbag. This book is still in the red by tens of thousands of dollars. Every single penny went to pay the art teams. The way the scumbag was put together is not how I preferred it to be, but Lewis LaRosa had been paid by everything, everything he was owed in his contract and more, and it was 100% his choice to quit. If you ask me any of the many artists I've done creator-owned books with, they'll verify they get an equal share of the profits and the ownership. And I think some people have, haven't they? Yeah. And um, there was a couple of 
Deadly the guy class. from Deadly Class. Where's yeah. Craig? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know so, this is something that's been adapted into a fucking TV series and stuff like that. And yeah. you know he's been like, it's been down, you know, fifty fifty yeah, all the way. Like, uh, Death and Glory said <clears throat> exactly the same thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, so like Louis Rose uh, uh, didn't want to comment further, but he did tweet. Uh, Remember, I signed over IP rights and rights to royalties when I needed to leave the scumbag due to my long-term health problems, and was paid an agreed-upon page rate. I wish no harm to him personally or professionally. Please continue to support him and his projects. Yeah, so, and it's just uh, it's just maddening because mm. you know, I mean, there he he's just said that he got paid for it, and you know, he's uh, what he said is essentially agreeing. Uh, I think Remender's statement came out after, didn't it? I think. This yes. Comment. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I know there was a couple of replies yeah. that said, "Oh, I see. I see. Remender's solicitors have been in contact or something like that." Yeah. Yeah. The snarky people that are like, "Oh, yeah." yeah just because they've done it, what one good thing doesn't mean they're not a shitty person or something. And I'm just yeah. like, "Oh, fuck off." Fuck off. Yeah. Because do you know what? I don't know the whole story because it's not. It's not my fucking business. Yeah. I don't know what the goes other, on the other thing. Yeah. The contract yeah. was signed. And you saw, I watched the people, I don't take part in that sort of conversation, but I watched the people appear and use it as um, as a way to get their names out. So Thank a certain you. female writer put, I never have a problem with any people I work with. They always get pa- paid properly. Oh, well, you're clearly talking about Remenda and trying to get a job by saying, you know, trying to impress mm-hmm. people. The, the thing is, it speaks to a hugely wider thing. So for, here's, a, here's a little, for example, that I'm going to make up. My um my laptop, I, I use three or four computers at work in one day, and I have loads of programs, right? So my computers don't work. So rather than ring my boss and say, oh, by the way, my computer's broken, I go onto Twitter and I say, oh, my computer's broken. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> fixed it. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking ring Remender up and yeah. ask them about it. Yeah. Don't just moan about it on Twitter. And yeah. that's, Twitter is turning into the comments section of the Daily Mail. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's turning into. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, like, say you, you, your job, another example is, and your job in a contract, you don't get paid overtime. Yeah. And then you yeah. went on Twitter and said, I did five hours overtime this week, which I'm not going to get paid for. And it was like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Why don't you yeah. fucking ban you? So, well, you fucking agree to it. Yeah. 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 Let's cancel your company. <laughs> and, and, the, yeah. Yeah. And, and this is this sort of, um, do you know what I mean? If, if everything's agreed up front, if you've signed, be aware of your own worth. And if you've signed this, and even if, like, for for one of a you know health reasons, you had to back out of it and stuff. But but still, if you if because of that, you then sign something and sort of say, yeah, just pay me pay me for my issue, I'll get it done, and then someone else can take take up. That that's great because you still got paid for the work. You, that's the important thing. You got paid for the work they that you paid you. Yeah, for fuck's sake. They I mean, paid yeah. you for the work that you did, and then you know. And I I to- I have that book on my pull list and. I don't find it as an attractive book to read because it's a different artist every week. Yeah, okay, absolutely. that's interesting. I prefer it to be a consistent artist. You've had some; they've had some I cracking like, artists I on like, it. I like the fact that it's got that. Um, but they don't. I, are you reading it, Vince? Because I don't think they capture everyone fucking brilliantly. They don't all look the same. The the first the first um, books. I mean, I'm I'm read after the first trade, but the first first. I'm trying trade. to work out who people are as I read through, and I'm like, yeah, if it was all Luis Arosa, I'm like, it would be fine. Yeah. There's some brilliant art in there. I'll agree with you completely, but it's just like me. It's like, oh. And then one of the artists got bloody cancelled or something, didn't he? Is it the second issue or the third issue? He got into the shit oh, on okay. the Daily Mail comments. I'm now going to refer well, to Twitter. Don't, 
Oh, it's like Daily Mail, or Daily Mail or YouTube, isn't it? Don't read the comments. Simple yeah, exactly. I don't understand about that, yeah. Lewis the Roaster, when you were saying he was having trouble in the finish in the book, but then he was already working on another. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that as a sly little comment from Remender. Yeah. I don't blame him for that because he because he went to um, Bad Idea, who are the Dinesh Shamazani guys from and the guys from Valiant, aren't they? Who I think have got deep pockets. I wonder. Gotcha. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like we can't comment too much because we don't know the we don't know what's going on. Know, so uh, yeah, it's. I mean. That whole, I mean, going back to Twitter, war, the, the war, <laughs> yeah, Warhammer, exactly. Warhammer thing, you know, it's it's certainly, I mean, if that's if that's Games Workshops, way of doing business, that's their way of doing business. And certainly, you know, probably in a lot of ways, even more so than comics, that the fan base is rabid. Mm. For, for it's like, large and rabid. Yeah. yeah it's, and if, it's if anyone's seen comics. a Games Workshop yeah. novel, um, you'll mm-hmm. know that they can kill human beings if you drop them on there. And they're really popular, and they sell. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I think they're they're popular on their own, aside from the figures as well, aren't they? People just they read are. the novels. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've read a lot of the Horus Heresy ones, and I've really enjoyed them. Yeah, yeah Dan Abner writes some, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 His his ones, honestly, when I've read them, they're they're standout. Yeah, oh, right, but the yeah. others are fine. Yeah. But when you read the Dan Abner stuff, it's like he fucking. Yeah, knows I, th- I think stuff. he's very much yeah, known. Good. You know, he's very much known for sort of like creating you yeah. know, Horus Heresy. Horus. Heresy. Oh, it's heresy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so it's interesting that they say that. But also from the artist, you know, if you're not happy with that deal, then you don't take that deal. Do you know what I mean? Um, don't yeah. go Twitter. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't sort of say, a... don't sort of say, I, you know, and I, I'm sure artists haven't done this with Games Workshop. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tom. Um, you know, because like some of those paintings probably take weeks and months oh. to paint. And, you know, it's like doing one of those paintings and then just after you submitted it, going to Twitter and sort of say, oh, they wouldn't even let me put my signature on. It's, 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 well. uh, it almost should be part of the contract. If you go to Twitter and moan about not being able to put your name on it, then you're revealing who did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, no, you can find, these, find out who did the work. They're not, they right. don't have to hide it. They just can't have their, they're, they're not credited okay. the books. They're not, they can't sign it. Um, yeah. The big thing at the moment, this is kind of reasons it came on radar, was about nipples. Um, oh, good. There is a uh, race there called orcs, and they are spawned from uh, mushrooms, meaning they shouldn't oh. have nipples. But someone, yeah. some chocolate, put nipples on an orc. Because yeah. uh, they're what, fungus, aren't they? They're and fungus, and that's off. what everyone was losing their shit over. <laughs> and you kind of think to yourself, like, every day we take one step further from God. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Love that. People are fucking dying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's, I, know. It is I like that there's people like that in the world, though. <laughs> So listen, you. There's no fucking nipples, knocks. Gonna <laughs> fucking kill you. Right, Screaming I've, on their YouTube yeah, channel. I've, yeah, I've, I've just made a note of that one. Oh, sorry, B. <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Vince is also going to go off and draw an orc with nipples in a minute. Yeah. I've got a feeling. All he my will orcs be. from yeah. now on are just going to big old tatters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, in our own little ways. We're we're part of fandoms. We love being part yeah, of these of communities and stuff. Yeah. But every single one of these communities and fandoms has a fucking dark side, and it is it is a gutter. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to fuck about with it. You know, there there are wonderful things about being part of a fandom and a community, and there's a lot of fucking horrible. It's almost things. a race just to get involved these days. Yeah. And I yeah. I honestly hope it's just a vocal minority. That's yeah. that's and yeah. you know yeah. yeah 
you know. It is, I don't think there's the, their loud voices that get heard. Yeah. 80%, 80% of people in the UK don't have a Twitter account, so they don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, exactly. We should, we should care less about it. We should exactly. definitely care less about and it. And if, you, yeah. if you've got a big... <laughs> they're drawn to all sorts of nipples or no nipples. Yeah, 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 yeah. Belly buttons. All sorts yeah, of buttons. Oh, tatters. Um, <laughs> that's just fun to say. Um, but, and also, if you, if you make... If you make a success enough of yourself, you just leave. You leave social media because you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way in it. Yeah. Whereas it used to be a zero sum game because essentially all they can do is fuck things up for you. So yeah. you're best off not being on it. Yeah. 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 So for jobbers like us, we have. I've to noticed so a lot more people are lock, a lot more people are locking their accounts down. I've got a lockdown account. Uh, it's much better. Yeah. I prefer, yeah. you know, like we're on Slack and we can have a conversation about stuff, and you know, stuff isn't going to be taken in bad faith, and yeah, you can just talk about comics and fun stuff. And I think that's the way social media networks are going to go. That we're going to start getting it's into like having a message board again. Yeah, it? back into like forums yeah. again because you, otherwise you just get a load of. Not I think trolls, as well with. But, I think as well, and we're seeing it, is the um, the diversification of social media. So you're getting people who are leaving Twitter, leaving Facebook, and they're going to other places. You know, you've got um, Discord and Slack, and yeah. you know, you've even got stuff that is sort of politically um, polarizing, like Getter and Parler and Odyssey, and all these sort of places. You know, VK, all these sort of things. I think we only see a small, slim bit of it. I mean, TikTok, for example, look how popular mm. that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we got to be careful because yeah. There's, there's that's like a, def- a breeding ground for yeah anything yeah yeah and with all of these things it starts off really cool and it's great and everyone loves it and then the companies are like oh everyone loves this let's get involved in this and then there's all the advertising there's ruined and so people yeah. used to it people jump to another platform because it's cool yeah. and it's and great it and everyone loves it and then the companies are like oh <laughs> and yeah so on and so on until we all die I got done up there. You go. Tweets, you <laughs> know, you it's go, got man. like it's got an amusing picture on it. You think, I wonder what that's about, and then it's an advert, and they take you to a website. Ah, like, oh, fuck it, got done. Yeah, yeah. I am fed up with going on social media and people trying to fucking flog betting and football to me. Do they just know? Mm. I mean, it's like, oh. do you? Oh God, I don't it's care about just... bet, Fred. Fuck off, Fred. <laughs> oh, mate, I've got I've had three friend requests on Instagram this week, and which is also a lockdown account of mine. And I looked at each of them, and they're all people with Kickstarters. And I'm like, no, 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 no. 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 I put dogs and comics. No, on my fucking no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Touch my front bottom. <laughs> uh, see, Tom. I mean, Tom, you have uh, thrown. I mean, for all the you know, we laugh about the weirdness, um, but they're def- definitely thought provoking topics yeah and Thank certainly you. whatever we talk about today uh, you know should have said this up front but of course this is just our opinions and we're just chatting about this and you know keep the conversation going on on the comment threads and wherever and on the slack etc um what's on the postcards send it to your nan yeah see what she makes of it yeah that, that's tom who's recommended that just so you, just so you know yeah, Tom's I threw, nan. I threw, you, I, I, threw, I threw you under that bus. Um, no, no, no. She loves a yeah. She loves the postcard. Do you? <laughs> I got another postcard this week of two hedgehogs from Eamon. Oh, oh nice one. I love hedgehogs. <laughs> Guess what their names were? Spiky, Pascal, and Brian. Well done. Uh, <laughs> 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 I also got uh, George Mayhem. 
in the post. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. Stuff. Lovely stuff. Yeah. We were talking about this on the uh, drinking job, which, you know, you should come along to at some point if you're free. Um, yes. The... What's the name the the cover the texture of the cover that's all I don't know off. I'll have to ask for but oh. he, he designed that he was he was quite proud of it and I think it's it's almost like a little tactile cover isn't mm. it so uh, you must know come on you're graphic designer it's, it's, yeah. it's like Matt Laminate yeah I've okay. had it done on right. Viper it's the Matt Laminate cover it's, Matt Laminate. it's yeah. nice yeah. isn't it it's yeah. soft against your face and your naked torso what yeah. yeah I did look you know like you get the special finishes like UV gloss and stuff and it basically adds like a grand onto the total I was like well no yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 You like a special finish, Dan? Always. Gloss finish sprayed over the top. <laughs> Sorry. Tom, do you have... Hello. <laughs> Go on. You set that up, V. I oh, know, yeah. I know. You and you perf. knock them down. Do you, do, you do you want another reach for the stars, Vince? Let so you're reach right. yes, for, reach for the stars. The stars. <laughs> so, uh, we and start a spirit. Off... That's the answer. That's the <laughs> It's so, always the uh, answer. <laughs> Same rules as last time. Book we all know. Uh, a. Lawrence. Three stars. Average at best. Now, that hasn't helped you guess the title, but what I like about A. Lawrence is he accepts the fact that three stars is average. Can't all be five stars. <laughs> no, Sometimes you just got to live with three stars, and that's perfectly okay. Is that yeah. his, the entirety of his... That is the entirety of the review. Average Not And best. also, one person found that helpful. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so what was their review again? Three stars. Uh, United Kingdom, 11th of March 2015. Verified purchase, average at best. Yeah. How are we supposed to guess? You're not. No, this is me. <laughs> yeah. I, I ha- Watchman. I, you could. <laughs> it was Watchman last time. Ah, oh, no, it's time. always Watchman. Hannah Spirit. Mm. No. Um, <laughs> you bring me in to help out, and I'm like, well, I'll do some work, and I have okay. to go okay. through you. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Quite like breaking that down, average at best. The base, the base, the best it can achieve is like uh, mid level. Yeah. And all the rest of it is below that. Yep. So, Go on. Uh, this is from A1 5000. Uh, I'm sure his parents are very proud Robot. of that name when they. Uh... <laughs> Got the jump on Elon Musk with that name. <laughs> Robot. <laughs> one star, a rare one star if you've reached the stars. Oh. Batman in tights and Kapow driving an ice cream truck. This is really tame and old school. This is quite tame old school Batman. So if you're expecting high-tech tumblers and nano-edge carbon fiber and Kevlar technology with high-octane action and nail-biting storyline, you might be a little bit disappointed. I was hoping for a comment in that sentence, but it didn't come. <laughs> it was originally published over 30 years ago, and despite being revamped, it's really showing its age in every way. Batman is wearing tights, and Alfred carries around a sil- silver service teapot down a long staircase to the Batcave. One for collectors and enthusiasts, perhaps. Four uh, people right, are okay. Bat- now- Batman year two. Uh, I was going to say year one. Yeah. Uh, neither. Oh, fuck. Now, it said Batman in, in an ice cream truck. Yes. 30 years old? Yeah. That, that's not a Dark Knight not, Returns, is it? It's not Long Halloween, is it? Nope. Nope. Oh. Batman in an ice cream truck. Cool. Nightfall? Nope. We can go for the third of you. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, go on, go on. Go three. Third of you. A reader. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> God, man. Exclamation mark. Ooh. Verified purchase. <laughs> this book is true, unbearable torture. It struck boring dread into the heart of an innocent buyer. However, they ploughed on, but the twist never came. When people say the clue is in name, well, they're right. This book really was a blank. I was half dead by the second page, and I was thinking, what a dull joke this, this comic is. 
Not to mention the disturbingly gross, weird, childish, unimaginative, lifelessly boring illustrations. A ripoff? Yes. You may wonder. It is a killing joke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You may wonder why I'm the only one. Uh, why I'm the only uh, view being negative, but I shall stand close to it in my opinion, and I'll never give it the re- give it, it to the rest of the reviewers saying this piece of scribble is good. Because face it, people, this was always meant to be a nightmare. I won't even say that it's good to be the Joker himself, not even to Batman. So yet, folks, I hope all, after all this writing, you'll believe me that this utter disgrace by the new Fifty Two. They, they were a hundred times better. Trust me. Ah, uh, mate. Yeah. Uh, just... What? what I just wish ill <laughs> on that person who wrote that. Reader. <laughs> Seven people found that helpful. Yeah. Uh. Does it all? I bet they like the animation. <laughs> I bet they like the animated yeah, movie. I like the film where yeah, it's with Batgirl. Fucking there you go. Awful. But yes, that is Reach for the Stars this time. Oh, I've, got okay. two you, I've got another two if you want them, but we can uh, save oh, those well, for later. Save, save, save them, save yeah. them for later. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm oh. trying to think the ice cream truck. Who's driving the ice cream? Batman is in, in the ice cream truck. That they, they mentioned in the, in the I review. Can't remember. Such a long time, well, not a long time, but I, read, I can't recall Killing Joke. It must be in if he's, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm really I mean, oh, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take them to yeah, no. I uh, got a picture saved to my phone that's like a blank panel with a crack pipe, and above it it says, This opinion by. So, <laughs> 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 so someone come up with a wacky opinion on, and he put that as like, This pony comes from smoking crack. <laughs> one one uh, one side effect from researching uh, Reach of the Stars is you find it's very hard to ship books. Apparently, the number of views who complain about it being um, damaged or pages broken or anything along those lines. That's not. Okay. It's annoying because that's not what the fucking review process is about. It's reviewing the the products, not the service. Surely, I, unless yeah. I've grossly misread the fucking Amazon <laughs> review. <laughs> no, apparently, process. apparently, it's an excuse to show off your creative writing. And also to um to yeah to complain about the book being bent. Yeah, uh, I do was... like a good English complaint though. Sometimes I think it's good. Oh yeah. yeah, there's a series of YouTube videos where this guy like looks into these weird bits of pop culture, and there's one where he looks into a book that was released on Amazon called uh, Empress Teresa, and basically people would it was a pretty poor book that this person wrote, and people left reviews like slacking it off and the author would respond saying no 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 the book's really good this is why you're wrong and there were so many comments on it that it broke the limit and no one else could post <laughs> comments on it because the author would argue with people people would start trolling him and i'll see if they, i wonder if they're still on there i was um i like i, I subscribe to this twitter thing that's like weird reviews of movies i think it's on netflix oh, yes letterbox that's it. And there's one of Black Swan I saved on my phone that is, I relate to Natalie Portman because I too take every artistic criticism to an intensely personal level and love jerking <laughs> off and stabbing myself. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, I do like that. Yeah. Right, Evans. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, Okay then, I've I've dug up a, a review. Now um, I've in, in a rare turn of phrase, uh, this is for a movie. It's obviously a comic comic book movie, of course, and we've watched them all, as you know, as you know we have. Um, so here, here as uh, see if you can guess this one. Uh, th- there's a variety of stars here. Um, I won't do it as well as Tom, but. Yeah, I'll give it a good one. one star, not as advertised. 
I remove. I received this movie as a VHS when I specifically ordered a DVD. I, re- I received a VHS with a broken case. I'm very disappointed. This was a surprise to my husband for today. I am so let down with this purchase. <laughs> what film's that? <laughs> Zulu. <laughs> no, 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 it is a comic book movie. Oh, so Leave wow. Vendetta. Leave Vendetta. No. Uh, Watchmen. Nope. I love the fact that Watchmen's still got mentioned. Every time. Every time. Supergirl the movie. Nope. Nope. This is a two-star review. Punisher. This is an okay movie. I purchased it because it was on sale. (laughs) Good. X-Men 2. Nope. Nope. But I think think you'll know it from this one. This is the three-star. We've gone from one to two. Now three stars. Oh. The name of the review is Three Stars. And it and the review is Ah Billy Zane playing Billy Zane in a costume. And the Phantom. Yeah, yeah. slam evil motherfucker. Everyone <laughs> should watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones is sexy in that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you be like deep your wife said, Oh look, I've got something for you. The love of my life, a DVD. Oh, what is it? It's the Phantom Star Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> But this is a VHS and it's broken. (laughs) I want a divorce. (laughs) I reckon she ordered the wrong product and got a VHS. Yeah, there was probably some double ender called The Phantom, wasn't there, or something? (laughs) Slam something. (laughs) (laughs) You do the rest of that joke, I told you. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, but I think it is time to shout out some things this week. Uh, do we have any shout-outs, gents? Yes. So, thanks to everyone who came to the Drink and Draw. Last one of the lockdown. This is how we're billing it, and it was a nice one, wasn't it? It was good fun, guys. Yeah. It was really hey. nice. Really lovely. Yeah. Now we're free. <laughs> yeah, we're free. <laughs> Dan refers to it as a fair day. On the day we came free. Um, Me? Yeah, the fun, yeah. fun fair sign's open, though. <laughs> Um, thanks to everyone who was so nice about um, George Mayhem. We sent it out. So everyone who was an early adopter of the Patreon got it as a gift. Don't expect if you're on a, the lower tier that you're going to get a comic every month. You're not. But uh, it's a little gift just to thank everyone. There is a chance to up your tier to get a physical copy of Flesh and Ink 1 when it comes out in a couple of weeks. And you then get it monthly as a physical and a digital copy. So Flesh and Ink number one is, is on its way soon. Um, our buddy Harry Harris has got a new book out. Um, which is well worth a look. I had a little read at the start of it earlier. It's called Fallen Duty. He's the guy that you previously, you did some of the interior art for it, didn't you, Dan? Do you remember? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I was well looking done. at them the other day. They're great. Good. I don't want to big myself up. They were really came <laughs> <up> really <laughs> So look for that. Harry Harris, Fallen Duty. Uh, well done to Eamon. Um, on the 1200 quid he raised as the recent Mind Charity Fundraiser, the 2000 AD artwork. That's not bad, is it? 1200 quid. That's good. Yeah, well that's well done, everyone. Well done. Yeah, good stuff, Eamon. And he's always doing fundraisers, so keep an eye on the MCBC podcast Twitter stream and you'll see them coming up. And that, But that was a really good one, so really good stuff. They're my ones. We should do another one of them, you know. We we other, I reckon time. we do another one yeah. to Christmas again, like we did before. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was quite a good one, wasn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got two. Go for it. Shall I say that again? I've got two. Uh. <laughs> it came a bit weird the first time. Uh, it was right Earthworks. the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Earthworks, a rural comic, horror comic, by our friend uh, Alpha Gallagher. 
yeah. uh, written by Mike Hayes. It looks great. Comics full well, page got, like, line. A day to do on it, haven't you? Uh, yes. Thirty-six yeah. hours. Yeah. So, yeah, so as, get on well, it now. So you won't have much time. It's made its target, but uh, I pledge it because it looks great. And we've got Sugarcane uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, an A5 sketchbook featuring containing 38 original characters from the world of Sugarcane, a cyberpunk future. Kev but was on uh, Kev was on before the drink and drink and draw. It was rude, yeah. Yeah, it was very Excellent. funny. Yeah. So uh go check that out. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, another Kickstarter, obviously Beast Hunting Battle Badges, absolutely yes. smashing yep. it. But go forth because that collection is going to be a beautiful book by our pal Steve Sims. Um I watched that series just explode after this, I think. Yeah. Um, and also Saturday 4th of December is Bristol's first comic art festival that promotes and celebrates LGBTQ plus QA plus artists it's a mouthful but all those but this is a pride comic art festival um, so definitely check it out um, find, when's that mate sorry I missed that, that is Saturday 4th of September oh okay um, right. so if you go to I'll just give you the twitter at pride calf um so it's going to be uh yeah fourth of the ninth at the station in bristol um so what's that then is that a pub is it no, it's a it's an old uh fire station yeah oh, oh, all right okay, okay. You can go, go, yeah. go laser quest afterwards if you want to hey, hey. um they had a can- <laughs> they had to cancel last year due to the pandemic so it's um go go forth and uh support loads of great creators and yeah support the event itself can i just give a very little shout out yeah. to uh, Steve Conley, who just makes a really lovely uh, short-form webcomic called The Middle Age. And uh, I know the one, just, yeah. He's just a lovely guy, and the artwork's really nice, and I try to mention him every time I'm on here, because I just really like his work. And I just think he really hits his lovely line between like short-form but long-term sto- long-form story, mm. which it's just really hard to do, and I just think he does it really well. So, yeah, so it's, called, it's called The Middle Age. Is it just all one word, The Middle Age? Uh, yes, it is. Cool. Sorry, uh, middleagecomic.com. Themiddleagecomic.com. Brilliant. I just sorry that I went quiet there because I was just writing it down in my notes. <laughs> that's how we do on this show. But um, that's a wonderful segue uh, to uh, some recommendations to our lovely listeners. Um, I would say the guest, but now he's 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 oh. kind of the fourth wheel. Yeah. Tom, Tom you got to go first. Yeah, that's all right. No problem at all. Okay. Um, Okay, dear listener, I'd like to think of me a bit like your wine sommelier for this uh, recommendation. Uh, here we I go. Want to, uh, I want <laughs> to go to uh, twitter.com and look at this chucklehead's Twitter. You'll see on there a thread which starts with, here's my small TED talk for the awesome pod recommendations tonight. <laughs> um, let's follow this down together and really go through this uh, piece by piece. Today I'm recommending Chainsaw. Breaking it up. Uh, breaking it down, breaking it up, mixing up the medium. Um yeah. Let's start with the cover. So Chainsaw Man is a story from Shonen Jump. It is 95 issues long. The, this arc is completely finished. You can go onto the Shonen Jump app now. You can get a week's uh, free access and read it all in about four days. Easy peasy. And then you've got three days left to explore other things. So the world of Chainsaw Man is uh, a world where devils are born from human fears. The more a devil is feared, the more dangerous and malevolent they are. And there is a government agency called the Devil Hunters, who hunt said devils by making deals with them. Um, so if we start in like the nitty-gritty, again, looking at this uh, Twitter thread, well, if you're driving, of course, just let Jesus take the will. I'm sure he's going <laughs> <laughs> um, First thing, the covers. Covers are this glorious explosion of pop culture, uh, oranges and greens, and they just show the phonetic movement. 
in the whole piece. I mean, I'm God, God, in- they are they are sort of like put great, yeah, put that yeah. as a print, frame it, and put it up on your wall. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. And so they will nice. jump out on those that the comicsology, yeah, like, thumbnail thing. Yeah. And talking of uh, phonetic movements, the actual panels themselves, you get this whole. It's a battle uh, battle comic, so there's lots of fighting, and then the movement and the motion. Like so often in comics, you get lost to where the places are, but crossing the line, that kind of idea, like where you're supposed to be looking. And they get it right all the time. You always know where things are. You always know where things are moving towards. And like the blood and the guts and the viscera just screaming out of the page. Combine that with like interesting character signs, really lovely sensitive writing at times, really lovely like stories. And also, and just this is so nice, the SFX. They combine the um, sound effects with the motion. So you get this, I posted on the game on the thread, which you can be looking at, this image of a frog just riveting. And they've used like the bulbous part of his neck to save rivets. And it's such a small little touch, but it just shows exactly the care and attention detail the work the guys put into making this. Um, and yeah, that's my recommendation. If you enjoyed it, uh, just tweet a croissant to me for no good reason other than I think it's funny and I think people will find for a few days just croissants turning up. It's just a weird thing to find. Anyway, that's my recommendation, Chainsaw Man. That, way, is, sir. that is one of the first fully interactive recommendations yeah. we've had yes. on the show. Um, and he's already had a croissant from me. Thank you. I just think it'd be weird, and I think people will see that coming up and be like, "What the fuck's this?" And then <laughs> a bit, a bit of weirdness on your timeline is not a bad thing to have every now and again. Oh, you know, more pastry on the timeline is what we need in this yeah. world. Change yeah. man. Um, the whole Shonen Jump anime, uh, app. There's loads of stuff on there. It's two dollars a month. You can read this in a week. Easy peasy. You get time to read something else afterwards. Wow. There you go. What What is it like um, using that app as a reading experience? Uh, so you have to get used to swiping the other way and you have to get used to reading right to left and what I really enjoy is if you swipe the wrong way it almost has like a um, hey you stupid westerner (laughs) if if Uh, I turn my iPad upside down will it work if I swipe the other way I have yet to try that but like a cosmonaut we could go explore this together and see what's going to happen Um, but yeah Uh, so yeah it's good it's really good Gonna have to fucking uh, read that because I bought the book. Well, bought in German. Yeah, bought in German once again. Buying German manga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, so, it's an ongoing <laughs> thing, Dad. That is just like fucking annoying. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Last one, I took the. I went through the Amazon returns process. You got to go to the site, log everything, and then print it out, and then take it down the post office. And this time, I just can't be fucking bothered. Just gonna leave it on the shelf. So. I'm sorry to go like a little bit extra on that one, but I just it's oh totally it's such a good story. Imagine it's really silly. Like no, 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 it's no, good. No, 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 it's no, just no, it. there's yeah. so many things it does well, and I think that um, I think in the same way people are talking about Demon Hunter, uh, Demon Slayer. Sorry, hmm. people will be talking about this one because they're, they're going to convert. They're going to um, not convert it. They're going to make it a um, anime, yeah, and people yeah, will be talking about it in the same way. Yeah, so true. I think there's an opportunity here to like read this and enjoy it, and like just get this real sense of like. What this medium can offer, you can get the jump on it. Yeah, you can get the jump on it. Use that. The shonen jump on it. I hope they can capture the. I don't know if anyone's read the One Punch Man, but like the One Punch Man series one on Netflix, the the energy and movement and action in that is fucking brilliant. It's so funny as well. That. So well done. Yeah, so funny. Mm. Um, and you know what? You can also read One Punch Man on the Shonen Jump app. There you so go. You yeah. change some man, and you've got four days left or whatever. Check out that. 
Yeah. Tony, do you have two again this week? I do, got two, yeah. Do you want yeah, to? Yeah, one's, one's just, sort of worthy mention to the start, and then I'll do the, the longer one later. Yeah, yeah, so, um, first one is blue and gold. A little bit of nostalgia, a little slice hey. of nostalgia. Blue and gold, one of eight, which is booster gold and blue beetle. Um, get these creators. Dan Jurgens writes it. So, it's going to be good, isn't it? Um, yep. Art and cut. Uh, art. Art and uh, cover art by Ryan Sook, who's just enough Adam Hughes for you to enjoy this, I think, if you dig it. Um, letters by Rob Lee. Um, really feels like a slice of just, you know, going home. Um, Sook has got a really lovely style that is, you know, Adam Hughes almost had that sort of realistic, but very, um, he showed real emotion in the faces, didn't he? You know, yeah. when, you know, especially on the covers. You know, we we remember that cover, don't we, from Justice League? Um, and he's he's the same, I think. Sook, it's really nice. Um, so, and the relationship between the two of them feels really good. So, what happens in it? It opens with Booster Gold involved in a battle with an alien spaceship over over the top of New York City, and obviously, now this normally would get right up my ass, but <laughs> it's totally right for Booster Gold is that he's live streaming it as he does it. It wouldn't work for me if Spider Man did it. But it works with Booster Gold because Booster Gold is all about that being famous thing, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he's doing. He's not doing too well in this fight. And in on board the spaceship are the captured, are uh, the captured Justice League. So Skeet's heads off to find Blue Beetle, who initially says, "No, I don't, I don't really want to help." He's he's actually a graveyard. They don't want to do it. And then, but it ends up them both sort of saving the day. I won't ruin it too much, but typically they fuck it up because they save the Justice League, but the spaceship escapes. And the Justice League is saying, well, you fucked it up. I know you saved us, thanks a lot, but you let them get away, so we don't even know who they are. And, sort of thing. and while Booster's off doing stuff, the Justice League asked Beetle to join, but they said, no, we don't want Booster Gold involved. So, um, And Batman just stands there staring. He's, like, wordless, just staring at them, you know, glowering at them. Um, and Beetle says no, and they go off to become this sort of partnership again. Um, it's only a matter of time. It's an it's an eight issue series, but it's only a matter of time before we get like Guy Gardner, you know, turning up. Maybe Ice, you know, maybe mm-hmm. the rest of the gang turn up. Um, it came out this week um, in a time of impenetrable comics, where you need a degree in comics to be able to figure out who that person is talking to Batman. This was just a welcome, you know, just like lovely to read. Dialogue's great. Durgan's just is a master in knowing what he needs in the comic. And it's not a short read either. There's quite a lot to it. Um, you might want to get it in trade, but you might want to get it in issues. I think it reads fun. It just reminds me of that monthly read I got with the Justice League, you know, when it was coming out. Um, yeah, good stuff. Blue and gold. Still nice one. issues available in golf. Gosh, so go and have a look. Nice. My first one. Uh, Dan, what, what, do you, what would you like I've to recommend? I've got the uh, TMNT, the Ultima Collection, Volume mm. 1. For the uninitiated, that's yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, and we had a little side note in a, in a issue two. Uh, the turtles are chillaxing at home, and one of them's reading Dune, which got a way out of all of us because we big Dune fanatics. Come, we didn't mention talk about that, did we? Tom, you, you you kind no. of you hadn't read you'd read Dune. No, 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 no you've no, watched no, it. No. Yeah, Don't help yeah. me. Yeah, no, I'd read, I'd read Dune. I just hadn't watched a film. Um, this is a real. Yeah, do you know what I'm going to recommend? The Dune film by David Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's really did, great if you've read the book. Did you see the like the jet the Lynch cut? So I did see the Lynch cut. Yes. Yeah. That's when he spits on her face and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I prefer well, that. that's the that's the theatrical cut, isn't it? The lynch yeah. cut's longer, but yeah, yeah, just a little bit of spittle for your face. Yeah, yeah. I would hate to live in that universe. It's horrible. Yeah, it's quite but, uh, sweaty, isn't it? Yeah, especially if you're a Harkonnen. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is the the collection. How many issues does this do? It's like an oversized book. It's got issues one to seven. It's got Raphael Maiko series one shot. And each issue is sort of broken up annotations by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. And they've got like uh, sketches and stuff and they reminisce on the issue. What I really like about reading the early Turtle stuff and generally the Turtle stuff is it feels like it was a book made by our contemporaries now, if you know what I mean. I can imagine like Steve Sims making uh, Battle Badgers. It feels like that kind of book I'm reading. And I, I really like it for that. Uh yeah, yeah, I love totally, it. Totally, man. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's got a real underground feel to it, isn't it? Yeah, and because that's what it is, wasn't it? Didn't it absolutely... Yeah. There's the thing on Netflix when they talk about... Is it Netflix? They talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I can remember watching a documentary. And... Yeah, there was, a, there was a documentary about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, and it fucking done stupid numbers for being an indie mm. comp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, get yourself that. I'm just going to try and collect the rest of the series as they come out as I've started yeah I got it. this it was nice it's a nice collection isn't it? it's really yeah. nice Akira, really Berserk good. Invincible I've got all these things I'm trying to collect now mm. <laughs> think of the mortgage yeah yeah <laughs> think of the foundations of the house man oh, they're yeah. big books yes yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah bloody hell yeah keep them in the basement not in the attic so otherwise they, yeah, might, they might come in, re- in retrospect you know yeah yeah <laughs> oh god Tony your, your flaws are reinforced though that's right. What's that thing about the things you own end up owning you? I mean, that's yeah. I've just turned, I think we've all just turned into that skid. Yeah, that's yeah, totally yeah. Owned turned now. into that skid. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, my recommendation for this week is a book from Plan B Comics. If you don't know who Plan B are, uh, they are big dumb comics by big dumb comic artist Nick Holmes, which is at Plan B Comics on Twitter. Um, got a, a couple of books. One of which is Final Girl issue one. Launched two comics, and the one I, which which I read, but I also the one I wanted to focus on was Hardcore Bazooka All Stars, volume one. <laughs> this is Hanna Barbera meets Sam Raimi, a two fisted love letter to to the pop culture schlockfests found in the video stores of yesteryear. The hardcore bazooka all-stars are the last line of defense in a world of monsters, robots, aliens, and every conceivable B movie staple there is. Um, this is just fucking great. <laughs> this is just <laughs> the energy of it. Um, Nick Nick's artwork brings to mind very much uh, Jim Marfood, Jamie Hewlett sort of um, kind of vibes. Um, whereas um, Final Girl is very much a, a black and white with some half tone sort of shading stuff. Hardcore Bazooka All Stars is very much full color, full on bright colors, neon, as it says on the cover. Um, <laughs> even got a little flash saying lovely premiere issue which I think <laughs> what a great little <laughs> flash to have on your cover it says big dumb heroes big dumb villains big dumb thrills <laughs> presented in the big dumb plan B style I love the fact that he's creating a brand for himself and just fucking going for it um, and the cover is very much uh, the group of uh, titular heroes fighting loads of zombies uh, and it says night, night of the undead yuppie scum and that's just one of the stories in in this Um because the Hardcore Bazooka All-Stars are a, a quartet of characters. Um, the look of them is fantastic. They're all wearing like red like Adidas tracksuit 
type thing. So they've they've got a sort of um, almost they've got a uniform that is totally you could cosplay this easily. It just looks really badass. You know, the, you know the classic sort of red with white stripes. Um, but these aren't just any old sort of characters. <laughs> You've got a robot called Suzuki Overkill, um, who is the last of the War Droid Super Cannons. Um, although she prefers not to talk about it. Great uh, <laughs> um, you got <laughs> you got Bionic Action Slacks, who's a former pro rider for Primitive Screwhead Bikes and master of Bike Foo. He's part man, part machine. After a particularly ill, ambitious jump saw him hurtling into the path of a speeding Meg Meg former unit. There is um, the the supernatural um, character Heavenly Rigor Mortis. Um, once upon a time, she was the world's greatest stunt performer. Now she's just a collection of broken body parts held together by the combined powers of science and the supernatural. And <laughs> the final character, Lounge Core Bolarama, um, who is the pioneer of the world-renowned G-pop, a progressive funk fusion of folk, hip-hop, and dead tongues, a particularly intense jamming session involving the channeling of 13 demonic entities, left Loungecore afflicted with visions so intense he was forced to step away from the world stage forever. That is your that is your setup for these characters, and basically they are just... They go through the world, they sort of travel along, and they bump into monsters. One of them... So, and this, this book is made up of... You've got some nice sort of one-page little strips that have that nice sort of... Uh, jokey sort of rhythm to them um full of like neon like colors there's lots of magentas and blues going on in this book it's wonderfully designed as well um so there's these little one pages focused on a character and immediately sort of draws you into getting to know this character a bit more when they're not sort of dressed in their tracksuits and fighting monsters and then you've got a couple of short stories one of which rumblings which is literally a graboid from tremors and then fighting it which is fucking awesome (laughs) <laughs> um, and then later on, you got this slightly longer story about how they come al- come across some yuppie zombies uh, in the in the sewers, and they're trying to figure out what they are and how they they keep mentioning chuds. And of course, if you know B movies, the, the classic chud, which Tony, you I watched that last week. Yep, yep. I don't know if you've it. ever seen that yeah. one. Yeah. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yep, and that's what that's <laughs> yep. Um, Nick is clearly someone who um, watches the sort of stuff that we all watch on the on the every so often, and Tony watches on a daily basis. So there's, so there's <laughs> lots wish. of, but it is that sort of. Um, what I like about it is it isn't just naming lots of things for. Oh look, look at me! I've watched this film, or I know this reference. If you even if you didn't know the reference, you could still enjoy the comic, which I think is great. Um, but as well as that, there's wonderful artwork. There's some of these pages, you know, wonderful splash pages. Um, there's one where three of the characters are surrounded by these yuppie zombies. And they're just kicking the crap out of them. There's there's another one with a... Actually, I don't want to give the game away. Um, but there's a fantastic splash page towards the end, including something getting chomped. Uh, and next, yeah. is, next issue... We were. Next issue... Um, it ends with uh, it's going to be called Chudzilla, so <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Going uh, out with her at college. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a wonderful sense of humour in this as well. There's um, I highly recommend, highly recommend this. It's only um, let's have a look. it's one fifty nine on Comicsology. I'm hoping there's um, there's 
I think, uh, yeah, there is print copies. If you go to Plan B Comics, I think planbcomics.com. Um, I think Nick's been selling these. Um, hopefully, it'll be at Thought Bubble because I'd love to get some print copies of this because it just looks, you know, it's that, it's that wonderful colour that I'd like to see on the page as well. Um, certainly, it just it seemingly exploded out of nowhere onto my radar. Someone that is um, definitely worth looking out for and following. Um, and that literally go and follow them because you know it's, it's criminally they don't have lots of followers so plan, plan b comics that's comics with an x on twitter and you'll see examples of the artwork and it's, it's just brilliant stuff I, I loved it you know i read like i say i read final girl as well which is kind of like a hack slash kind of character okay um it is a final girl from a you know a friday the 13th type thing but now they now they go around and they just hunt down slasher slashers and kill them um and that's got that's also someone that knows it's basically it's a creator that's like us they've read all these horror movies and these <laughs> these fantastic and this is their sort of take on it yeah mm. yeah yeah they they know their genre and they're leaning into it so yeah definitely check out plan b comics and hardcore bazooka all stars get on it i'm look. i'm already i can't wait for the next issue i just devoured it in one go so that's oh, nice one. sounds great good stuff yeah. good stuff thank you um tony last one uh gentlemen it has arrived yes finally oh Very yes excited. So this oh. is the review <laughs> that is years in the making i say review in the making. this is the recommendation that's been years in the making we've heard Only about it cost me about 100 quid this book that's yeah. fine yeah yeah um, so Dreadstar Returns Volume 1 Story and Art Jim Starlin Created by Jim Starlin Inks by Jamie Jameson uh, Letters by Dave Lanfear um, For those that don't know Vance Dreadstar um, was created In Epic Illustrated Number 3 1982 The last survivor of the Milky Way Galaxy His his comic has jumped about companies But particularly focuses on him As well as a Sort of A band of crewmates Stroke teammates Stroke colleagues Stroke some are villains, some are not. Some are evil, some are not. Um, it jumped from epic to first comics. Um, the the first sort of color run is a is a whodunit. Um, sneak uh, sneakily around the same time as Watchmen, perhaps a little earlier. Um, and it then went from first comics. It ran for a while. Peter David wrote it there, and it went to. Do you remember Bravura, which was an imprint of yes. Malibu? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, which is where Carlia, who's his daughter, sort of took on it. Um, most recently appeared in the final issue or the last page of the set, the penultimate and the final issue of Breed Volume 3, another Stalin creation. Dreadstar and Oedi, who's a sort of char- cat character, um, appeared in something called the Elsewhere Alliance. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's just a bit of sort of the non-Marvel Stalin verse that we saw. He's a really interesting character. He's got that that sci-fi fantasy thing we used to see somewhere between a Michael Moorcock character a Philip K. Dick character, and maybe someone like Marion Zimmer Bradley, somebody like that. Um, but also mixed up, there's a little bit, because I don't know you find this with Stalin's work, but there's a little, there's something slightly satirical with his work, isn't there? It's slightly off. It's, it's sure it's superheroing and space fantasy and all this sort of thing, but there's a little, there's something else going on. There's a twinkle in the eye sometimes. You know, maybe something like Robert Sheckley or something. Um, Dreadstar is part sort of space spartacus he's like a he's parts you know blake from blake's rog blake mm. but he's also an interesting character because there's a um there's a sort of messianic thing going on with him um 
but it's it's mainly a sort of fantasy tin space opera he's got a, a kind of magic weapon he is kind of imbued with sort of powers um he's a he's a man who lives you know when his blood's up he's a, a man full of rage and violence and he's a really interesting character that has sort of reappeared over the years the villains are often bloated and sort of disgusting and you know vile creatures or he also plays a lot on the religious theme so that one of the main villains is called the lord high papal of the instrumentality so you can see there's almost like a bit of douglas adams there sometimes as well there's that little nod to it um and you can see that that particular character is a bit like a cross between thanos and a pope i suppose <laughs> you know um the i i bought it all i absolutely loved it um and so with a little bit of trepidation i decided could i return home with this one and it, it was it was a, something that we discussed quite a lot um i know on the drink and draw we discussed whether we should because it was one of those kickstarters that you ended up having to pay extra for the postage and it yeah. did my sweep yeah. and anyway so this is trying to this is gonna be spoiler free i'm gonna keep this spoiler free because you'll see why um it's a it's a standard hardback i'm not sure i put it on the slack earlier and there's a little bit of a conversation started about the image on the cover it looks if there's a touch of it that feels a little bit too digital okay for me okay interesting um yeah yeah the the cover is um one of those sort of multiple character covers but it doesn't have the flair of the warlock cover with you know the warlock central advanced dreadstar is kind of central but i'm not really sure have a look on the slack guys you'll see where it, i'm not really sure where he's just stuck all these characters this sort of it's strange. The eye is drawn to the top right hand third, and it's the character who's not Dreadstar. It's a weird. It's a weird one. I would have. Pre- it's Ominous Press who produced it, and I would have preferred something a little bit more, maybe a little bit like an embossed. Yeah, a little bit like a you know nice hardback with an embossed image on the front, and you open it up. The in uh, this now this is a victim of COVID, so I'm, I'm sure this is nothing to do with anything. But the the um the signature plate is something that's glued into the book, so they've obviously had to send out separate cards so that the, the the creators could sign it and then send it back and then it's glued in and it's not quite straight in my one so i don't really know what happened there but um it opens with dreadstar walking out of the wilderness on a planet to confront the um the monarch and all of his robots and lizards and the monarchs there's a dead kind of like a kaiju a big beast at, the, at, the, at their feet and the monarch saying just film it so it looks like i'm the i'm the person who killed it and this sort of grimacing gritted teeth dreadstar walks out with his hood up um and um says to them i'm going to kill you all you know you're 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 treating this planet you know badly you, you're um you the people need to return to own this planet and and he ends up just utterly destroying them all um from there he gets called back to he gets called to a planet um willow who's his um the female character from it is now um a supercomputer who's running a galaxy of planets almost okay. saying, part, part of a linked up thing and then something happens and i won't spoil it the coloring is a little bit too on point for me it's a lot a little bit on point a little bit too digital bright you know when you you color something digitally you almost like to t- you need, yeah, I almost feel like they're overly saturated yeah they almost okay. need to tone it down a bit bring it down a bit you know yeah. it's it's too bright and most of the stuff i used to read Dreadstar and was newsprint on you know the old school magazine pages and i don't think it quite works there i it's good in the most part it's good stalin there's some great pages there's some really interesting designs it's his usual 
grotesque original designs you know as, as soon as you open it you recognize it as stalin I, I do like his line i do think he's great there are a couple of pages that feel rushed there feels like a couple of pages that are double page spreads that i don't know there's one there's no spoilers but there's one there's a character in it who's a sort of big lump um two two-ton is called and uh, as in two-ton and um th- they go into this um it's a bit like the the sort of a negative universe they go in there and the only way they can get around is they all climb on him and then vance dreadstar uses his sword to shoot off energy and it pushes them forward like an engine you know okay i think that's a nice little that's a nice yeah. little splash page mm-hmm. there's a panel at the top and there's a, this big panel of it happening and then you turn the page and it's another t- double page splash of it the same thing and i'm thinking why are they showing that twice yeah well you got twice for that yeah it's almost like they need to make up the page numbers it's uh it's a bit like that um it's okay um the nat- the story in it is something. Oh, well, I'm not going to say now because I don't want to ruin it for people because people haven't got it yet. But the story is something that you will recognise as a definite trope of okay. a, of a story type. I'll tell you after we start recording. Okay. Um, but it's something that you've seen in every single TV series. You've seen in every single um comic book series it just always happens and then i realized suddenly that this isn't and i should have realized this before because it's got a big one on the spine this isn't a standalone graphic novel it's the first in a series um back in the second one uh, bear in mind how long it's yeah bear in mind how long it took to get to me i think i might just wait for it to be advertised in diamond yeah Mm. um and on page 107, it says, coming soon, Dreadstar versus the Inevitable. And I think the Inevitable is the delay on the Kickstarter. Um, <laughs> uh, and it lays up as a big a single page spread on the last page, which lays up the cliffhanger for the next one. But um, So if, if, you'd, if you'd received this, yeah. um, if you'd received this when you were just supposed to, yeah. all those years ago, do you think you'd right. have had a much more, do you think that had I a more would have positive? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention this, Tom, and I think you're right, mate. I would have, I would have been we've all had kickstarters we've had we've had to wait ages for and by the time they arrive we're like oh fucking i was excited for this i know it's terribly childish of us isn't it you know that's uh what do they call it first world problems but yeah. by the time it gets to us, sometimes we're like nah, i can't really be bothered now i can totally you know? understand it because like yeah. there's all this bad will and ill feeling about it already before you even start reading the fucking thing yeah it's almost like there's a community grown up out of the all the moaning on the Kickstarter page. You know, we're actually messaging each other about, oh, did you get the book yet? I know I got it. What, what did you get? A, you know, a shipping notice and all this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's Stalin. Stalin is divorced from the running of the Kickstarter, from what I can see and from what I can tell. He just drew it. He went, sent it off to them, and then he got his comp copies um, through. If it for just Stalin for a book about Dreadstar, I'm happy. You know, I think it's okay. It's not a huge epic story that I expected it to be because I think I did build it up in my mind with all that time that went past. But it's, um, I feel like I'm home again. Mm. Yeah. With a few caveats. Okay. I think sure. I'll put it. Yeah. But, but for all the money and the delay and stuff, is it worth it? No, it's not worth it. No, the, for the price, it's not worth it at all. Uh, and, for um, the enjoyment, it's not worth it. No. And do you think this is, this is adversely affected? other fans yeah i think so and it's adversely affected my opinion of it and maybe stalin mm. but mostly this this these people who sent it out the people who were packaging it and 
you know um there's a letter that came with it that said something like oh you know kickstarters aren't easy oh really thank you for oh, letting me know i've me. run that's fucking the, three this year you know yeah that's um, the worst thing to say <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? did, it really, of, did it really come with a letter like that um where did it say um this has been it's been an especially challenging campaign thanks to printing complexities due to the pandemic yeah thanks for that i've printed four copies during the pandemic four comics during the pandemic you know but yeah yeah you got a letter with it but say sorry lessons were learned and we'll try best not to let this happen again it doesn't really say that but it's not it's not downbeat put it that way just own own the mistake man like yeah well there's there's a series of prints you get with it um by a few different artists i can't see the names on them for the moment but there's some, some nice stuff in there it's kind of styling one signed the bookmark there's a set of top trumps uh, that's what Ooh, we all want in okay. our lives yeah um uh, yeah that's his year right? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Can, yes. i i've heard an, an expression that you can they can use here when you have to eat shit don't nibble <laughs> <laughs> You got the Sun Zoo of kickstarting. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Creation Inc. They're the people who made it. But there you go. So, goods and bads, guys. Goods and bads. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my. I'm one. just glad you got it, man. Me yeah. too, man. Me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Me and Alan Harvey got it in. I think in the same week. And we we're Good both job. saying, right, here we go. I'm going to read it now. So I'd yeah. like to know what Alan actually thinks because yeah. uh, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a dressed off. Is you know, anyone commenting saying like, I ain't fucking back in another one? Yeah. Oh yeah, loads of that. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, good luck to him. Well, yeah. but it's been interesting hearing the final verdict. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's I tried it. to be fair about it. I think, you know, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. well, honest, I suppose. Yeah. So you've only got like two dozen outstanding Kickstarters now, T. Yeah. I'm yeah. a super backer. I didn't even know what that means. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, I've only got four. No, I've got six outstanding now. Yeah. That's not too bad. One is over three years now. So that's right. God. Well, <laughs> fingers crossed, day, guys. Well, yeah. Fingers crossed. If Jim can do it, anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true but um <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed the, this week's episode and uh yeah there's lots of comics you therefore on that list that you need to go and check out and add to your wish lists or or maybe have a think about whether you're going to back again um uh, <laughs> and there's been lots of different topics we've talked about which invite further discussion so um please um get involved and get in touch and keep the conversation going um, if you've got any, uh, if there's any events or anything like that that you want us to shout about on the show, you can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Um, likewise, if you, if there's any uh, topics or anything you want us to talk about, you know, if we're gonna um, get into the weeds of process again, that's always good fun to talk about, like ma- yep. making comics. Um, you can uh, get in touch with us and let us know what you want to hear about. You can follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod. Uh, if you do the book of faces go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast join the community group awesome comics talk where we post the the episodes and keep the conversation going in those those comment threads as well as the comment threads for this particular episode on twitter etc and uh yes thank you very very much for listening to the show wherever you you heard from us oh and join the um if you want a nice comic book chat then the Slack, the Awesome Pod Slack. Yeah, yeah, get on there. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, a good, good slack, week, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, we're really close to getting a rhyme there, Vince. Hey, yeah. we're really close to getting a rhyme there. Enjoy yeah. the comic chats. Join the ACP Slack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I know, you know, I'm a pioneer. You know. You're a rapper. Indeed. I'm uh, 
trying to set up a the next draw off is going to be a June draw off. Oh yes. Uh, oh, oh, but it's almost August. Oh, oh June. Right. Okay. Uh, 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 well, the, the plan is like you, we're going to put your name down for it if you want to draw it, and then I'm going to dole out the characters to each one, and you got to design and draw that character as you see fit. Oh wow, that'd be interesting. Mm. Yeah. Can one of them just be the sounds? The sand, yeah. The worm. The spice. The, worm. the spice. Jim Bayer wears the sand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the circus is the sand. <laughs> yes, yeah. He's got the range. He can pull it off. Yeah. The full body seat. They see him rolling around on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, here comes Andy again, acting like a twat yeah. on the set. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really had to get to the mindset of the sand. <laughs> <laughs> what is the sand? What was yeah. he thinking? I am the sand. Why was yeah. it blowing east? Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, blowing hot air, thank you for listening to us. Wherever, wherever you uh, uh. <laughs> listen to us, whether it is on the website awesomekikes.podbean.com. <laughs> if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, pod, I have problems saying podcast. You do, don't when, you? Every yeah. week when I get, it's just, it's, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. So right, Vince. But make me feel better by subscribing and leaving a review because it helps get the word out about the show and all the great uh, comics and topics that we talk about every every week on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to us on any other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are we on, Tony? We're also on the warming one, Pod Hot Richard. <laughs> warmling. <laughs> warming. A warming. I thought you said warmling. Mm. I'll explain what it is later. Uh, uh, oh, God. I'm a bit scared. And <laughs> and uh, thank you, Tom, for joining us again this week. Um, to throw us in the deep end man. of deep discussions and terrible Sweet. reviews. And, uh, <laughs> and also the first interactive recommendation. Fully interactive recommendation. Long um, may it continue. You've got to do that yeah. every time now, Tom. Um actively like wishing ill upon that person who gave that review of uh (laughs) (laughs) and that's the point of this show we always like to get dan into that particular mindset every week that's the guy i wanted to bring with this sort of like light-hearted game (laughs) yep pretty much pretty much dan butcher is michael douglas stuck in his car and falling down and bit by bit we're just chipping away at him Anyway, where can people find us online, etc.? Tony? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash tribute press. There you go. Go forth and support because you get you get comics. Yeah. What more do you need? Get them digitally and sent through the post. There you go. Yeah. What more do you Wish need? It. You need some Dan Butcher. Where can they find you, Dan? You can find me uh, or read my comic uh, on vanguardcomic.com. And if you want to see how I'm getting on drawing Viper Part 2 uh, Soviet Strike, you can go check out the Vanguard patron. Uh, I, I was flattening a page on the Drinker Draw on Friday, and I gave people a sneak peek at it. And yeah. Quite interested. So, Someone said, what's flatting? That was good. It was educational. Yeah. Flatting is fucking boring. There you go. <laughs> Knowledge is power. <laughs> 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 that was what they learned from it, was it? Rather than, <laughs> rather than the, we go in deep with the process on this show, flatting is fucking boring. <laughs> There's loads of stuff I'm boring about making comments. Inking is boring. Flatting is boring. Although I love all the other stuff. Oh, but, come uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, Dan. 
Yeah, it's but you wouldn't the show already. It seems. Yeah, but you, but you wouldn't know it to look at Dan's comics because no, no. it because no. it's just outlining. Every part of it is imbued yeah. with love. <laughs> and if you want more love, you can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Jester Diablo and Tom, the Mighty Chucklehead. Yes. Where can they find you? Well, as you've alluded to, you can follow me at this Chucklehead on Twitter.com. <laughs> there you go. What more do you need? You ever mentioned Skelly Bob? Do you know yeah. What I don't? yeah, do you know? Yeah, mm, yeah, I know. I should get around to it at some point. <laughs> there you go, sense. comics people. That <laughs> I, I think if there if there ever was a catchphrase for comics in general, it's get around uh, to it. I should get around to it at some point. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like uh, gig, those who put out Dreadstar. Hey. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes wherever you are in the world we hope you're happy healthy and doing okay and you go forth and have a brilliant week um, because we all love you don't we no absolutely (laughs) I'd start buying Valentine's Day cards now frankly there's so many of you guys (sighs) there you go see yeah it's cost me a fortune in stamps (laughs) (laughs) I sent you a postcard yeah (laughs) oh god with those hedgehogs. Mm. Yeah. Um, but wherever you are, we hope you are um, doing well. Have a great week. Read loads of comics. Make loads of comics. And, uh, yeah, from Dan, Tony, Tom and myself, you should just... I don't know. What should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. <laughs> just fucking an agent of chaos, Curry. An agent of fucking chaos. <laughs> And that's why he'll be back fairly soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I don't know what a sex seesaw is, and I'm not going to put my thing into incognito mode to look it up. Yeah. It was an inflatable one as well. So right. it's like a seesaw, and you, the bloke sits in behind the girl. Yeah, There's I think you saw oh, your okay. legs cross over, or I don't know. Okay. Right, okay. There's all this gold just going to the uh, cutting room floor. <laughs> so, on the drain. Uh, yeah. I look, look forward to seeing them on Sal and Lidl at some point. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, your little I mean, like all seesaws, what must come up, must come down. <laughs> Boning. Nice one, B. Right. Let's uh, vocal exercises. Bone, 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 (laughs) bone, bone. Anus, anus, anus. Um, Big throbbing dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't. Too far, Tom. Too far. Set the tone. Yeah. (laughs) Tom, please. Tom, please. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah.